Somebody say let's go. Oh, oh, oh. but my heart say no. Oh, if you wanna be with me, baby, yeah. there's a price to pay. I'm a genie in a bottle. Now, if you didn't understand why we were playing that song, it's because Genie is in the episode. This episode's all about Genie because we're entering Dark Phoenix episode three called Dark Phoenix. That's what the episode's called. Oh, yeah, weird. The Dark yeah. Phoenix part three, The Dark Phoenix. The Dark Phoenix. <laughs> yes. Truly awesome. It really is. And uh, we are the X-Boys podcast, and we are the X-Boys. Yes, welcome. If you're a first-time listener, go back and listen to part one. If you oh, I'm Actually, go back to the very first episode of X-Boys. Start from there mm-hmm. and catch up. We'll see you on the other side. There's only anyway. like six or seven at this point. Episodes? Yeah. Well, well of the podcast, we've done a lot more. <laughs> if you're talking about the, the season, sure. I was but. just saying something stupid, Andrew. Now we're, we're going off on a whole They should have named it the Duck God. Phoenix. <laughs> we should introduce ourselves. They should have named it the Duck Phoenix. Ducks. 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 <laughs> we're getting a little ahead of ourselves, Daddy. but I like it. I like that energy. Daddy's home. <laughs> A lot of good stuff here. There's, there's a lot of good stuff coming up in this episode, so don't go anywhere, folks. Actually, before we begin, friend of the podcast. Ooh, old business. Charlie. Henry's just pulled out a manila envelope from underneath his, his couch. Uh, that's, he's not lying. Charlie, our friend, who, of course, was on for the best episode. No Mutant is an Island. No Mutant if you remember, island. that was two or three episodes ago. Charlie, this is going to blow your mind. Okay. What Charlie was recently... Henry has pulled out a uh, manila, manila envelope. Yeah. We Charlie don't know what's inside. was recently at Chicago Comic Con. Why don't you... Andrew, why don't you take a look? Or actually, you're holding that mic. Yeah. John, why don't you take a look? Sorry, I, I have to hold my mic. I, I don't get a cool mic stand like John. Uh, hold it sideways. Whoa, 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 whoa. Just... Yeah, there you go. <laughs> just start flopping. Yeah. <laughs> you just throw everything everywhere. Woo! That's some good stuff. Describe. Describe what you're seeing. I'm seeing uh main character of this episode, Genie. Yeah. Okay. In the arms of Cyclops. <gasps> yeah. And that's because this is autographed by the voice of Jean herself. Oh! <laughs> it is freaking out. And it's she wrote, I am Phoenix to the X Boys. <gasps> yeah. Wow. I love her. I'm in yeah. love with her. And we love Charlie. <gasps> Show Andrew Strong. Oh, beautiful. Oh, my God. That's gorgeous. To the X-Boys. To the X. Holy we got to hang that up shit. in the X-Boys this office. This does not end. This doesn't not end. Done, There's more? Guys. There's more? Oh, dude. <laughs> yeah. To the X-Boys. Keep it together, bubs. Signed by none <laughs> other than Cal Dodd himself, Cal Wolverine. Dodd. Oh, oh my. Picture. Holding the picture. <gasps> Wolverine's oh holding the, the picture of Genie. Holy shit. I got to put this over my, like... Wait, so we got, we got a Cal Dot autograph. We got a Jennifer Hale We're not autograph. Done. Yeah. She also is the voice of... We're not uh, done. Oh, okay. Of Jill Valentine and Evil Dead. Or Resident oh, Evil. Oh, nice. So the X-Boys love Storm. <gasps> nice. I would say her Which, name, but the, her, she didn't write it as clearly as Cal did. <laughs> We know her name. It is. It is. And I Wait, know there's, there's, there's been multiple, though. So which one did we get? Allison Seely Smith? Yes. Halle Berry? Yes, Allie Smith. Allie Smith. Nice. Beautiful. Love it. There's Look more. Look at that. Wow. To the X-Boys. Wow. All this to the X-Boys. This is awesome. This is yeah. so great. These are high quality. <gasps> <laughs> what else we got? The name is Gambit. Oh! Remember it. <laughs> Remember it. 
These quotes are so By good. My guy, Chris. Oh my God, yes. I need to find out if Charlie told him to say that or if he just that's said just it. That's just good. Because if Charlie told an, him to Gambit say Gambit knows that. that's one of his best lines. It yeah. He must. No, they, these people are probably intimately aware of what, yeah. This last one is um pretty fascinating, Andrew. He's <gasps> uh, beast! <laughs> <laughs> the picture's so And it's so just funny. as fascinating? Fascinating. Oh. They, oh know, they know Charlie, you just earned yourself how you can come on the show anytime you want. Yeah, come back anytime, Charlie. We you gotta can bring take you my back. place if you want. I'm good with this. Just kidding, you're never coming back. <laughs> <laughs> Holy kidding. shit. Dude. And maybe maybe we'll bring him back for a non-terrible episode. I think he earned a spot on a non-terrible episode. Yeah, we'll we'll wow. pick a good one for him. You didn't have a miss in there either. Like no. it'd be so funny if it was like Jubilee and we'd be like, haha, cool, cool. You know what's yeah. funny? You know what's funny? I go, so was Rogue there? Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's a good point. Dude. I was like, dude, thank you so much. Charlie, if you're also, listening, if you're listening dude, you got Lenore's gotta, on there? <laughs> that's the one you got to you got to search for. That's well, a yeah, big she's one. Yeah, she's our she's the last one. That's a big one. If we can get her, then we're good. She oh, wasn't Xavier there. Xavier would be funny. She wasn't too. there. He's he got he literally went down the line Amazing. and got everybody that was there. I, we love you, Charlie. Charlie, that's beautiful. Dude. Charlie, thank you. I was, I, well, first of all, I was like, how much was it? She's like, don't worry. I was like, wow. And you know what Gretchen's going to say to you next month when you come home? What? With a brand new baby. I love you, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Daddy's home. Yeah. Yeah. Soon to be dad. Charlie Moe. Charlie, wow. Charlie Moe. Thank you so much. Or, or you could be a dad by the time this comes out. Let's see what happens. And hey, if you want to send the X-Boys <laughs> gifts, you can reach out to us at xboys at gmail.com. Uh, also, yeah, X-Boys gifts. pod. Is I'll it xboyspod at gmail.com? Xboyspod, yeah. At gmail.com, yes. Mm-hmm. Xboyspod uh, is also X-boys our Instagram everywhere. handle, Twitter handle. Hit us up on all those. We'll give you our addresses. <sighs> we'll give you our home phone numbers. Yes. Um, Man, that gambit. Be part Isn't of the that amazing? Beautiful. I can't get over that's, it. I, I'm, that's a great way to just kick off this episode. Yeah. Whew. I'm feeling so good. I almost good. forgot. Uh, no, I, I, yeah. I like looked over. I was like, oh, shit. Right. I'm glad you Charlie did. under the couch this whole time, too? Oh, thank God. I had the look. He's not. No. <laughs> uh, well, if you're joining us for the first time, you picked a great episode uh, to join us. But again, go back and listen to Phoenix Part 1. If you Spoilers haven't. on how I feel. These are both really great. Absolutely. Three and four. A great I'm still thinking about the pictures. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> you're just sitting there smiling yeah. ear to ear. Get a big old smile. Fascinating. Um, I guess let's just dive in, right? Yeah. Previously on, I'll just give you a quick recap. Um, yeah. Jean, Jean Grey, the telekinetic superwoman of the X-Men, was uh, basically manipulated mentally, telepathically by the Hellfire Club, uh, the elite, uh, the mutant elite one percenters of the world who want to control the world and wanted to control Jean. And she saw through that because the Phoenix Force inside of her um, was feeding off of this sort of chaotic uh, craving for power that the Hellfire Club was imbuing her with. And <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I forgot was, what that was. Cyclops was definitely getting cucked uh, by a Jason Wingard. Great <laughs> Why did I pull that? Sorry. And then we, where we last picked up, uh, the Phoenix had overcome the mental forces of the Hellfire Club, took out all of them, and was now facing down the X-Men. And she said, Jean Grey is no more. Behold the Dark Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Uh, time to... Kill some people. Celebrate. The mortal Jean Grey is no more. I am fire made flesh, power incarnate. I am the dark phoenix. Jean? (laughs) 
So yeah, the X Men are looking on in horror as Phoenix crazy. is now going full Phoenix mode, and, and just or known as Fiend or Fiend, also Fiend. So if we say Gene, that means Gene Gray is present. If we say Fiend, that means it's the Phoenix in control. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and right now the Phoenix is in full control. All right. Yeah, it's not looking great. She's basically giving a sweet little monologue to the X Men of like, hey, there's power beyond good and evil, power to create and also power to destroy. And we see her create a little fire unicorn in her hand and snuff it out. Um, Cyclops is trying to call Gene out of Phoenix, um, but Phoenix is like, yo, Gene's not home. Gene, can you hear me? Gene Gray can hear nothing. Speak uh. only to the Phoenix. Gene, fight it. Fiend, Use sorry, the Fiend. of your mind. Remember what we mean to each other. Gene, please, don't leave me. <laughs> Always about him. Scott, help me. Enough! You are no use to me. You hear all that fire in the background? A lot of fire going on. There's some crazy fire effects too, like transitions with fire. They, they use a they lot. They use some like live fire. action fire yeah. effects um, in this animated show. It's pretty cool. They burned themselves. I heard. This is the first. <laughs> this is the first of many times where Scott is able to sort of pull Jean out of the Phoenix yeah. uh, and bring her to the forefront. We'll get more of that later, but for now. Phoenix is busting back out, blasts the X-Men away. We see Wolverine flying over to Central Park, landing in a lake full of ducks. Ducks. He fly, he's flying through the air, and he's, he goes straight into the water. And if you know anything about Wolverine, you know. Apparently. This guy hates ducks. Apparently. I didn't know that, because then he gets out of the water and says, I hate ducks. Okay. I just want to point something out that just occurred to me, guys, and it pretty dark but i think it's true okay in just about five minutes of showtime we're gonna have the x-men back at the mansion eating a meal mm. and we're gonna see wolverine biting a leg that oh, seems like a chicken leg wow. <laughs> it could very duck. well be a duck leg he landed on them so. <laughs> He's like, he brought the duck home and they cooked it yeah <laughs> absolutely hey no duck should go to waste you know well we saw him eat a turkey leg in the exactly. last exactly he's cooking right now i mean he is a hungry man he's his adrenaline or not his adrenaline his metabolism is insane so yeah um, anyway, yeah, as the X-Men are all careening down, uh, we see Rogue grabbing Gambit, Storm grabs Beast. Well, hold on. Storm grab or Rogue grabs Gambit. Do you want to try that again? So, hold on. <laughs> Rogue grabs Gambit. She's flying with him, and Gambit tries to put the moves on her. Gambit can't help but notice you save him, Shell, and not Wolverine. Oh. Must be my way with women. Don't flatter yourself, Swamp Boy. Uh, don't she dumps yourself. him in the water with Wolverine. Yep. They, they Another are, duck down. That is a cute little thing, but it also kind of shows that, like, I feel like behind the scenes, Gambit and Rogue's relationship has kind of just completely deteriorated and fallen yeah. apart. Because like, previously they were saying that they l- were in love with each other and love each other, and now they... This they, sucks. We're kind of back to, to step one with them it's now. It's dumb. It's I, annoying. I'm pretty pissed about Gambit's status right now. Yeah. I mean, I would love to see that relationship continue to grow because they did a good job in the first two seasons of kind of building it yeah then it seems really like well. season three they just sort of hit the reset button a bit and just let's just say he's not getting mutant of the week this week no mm-hmm. he's at an all-time low gambit stock is pretty pretty low he has like maybe two or three lines in this entire these next two episodes you gotta give him that though he'll always have a line you remember like that is true there's a few coming up that are great mm-hmm. wolverine also says to gambit never make that woman mad at you something like that <laughs> Classic. He's like, word of advice. And then Gambit's like, okay, whatever, man. 
So yeah, the full team meets up in Central Park. Uh, they're like, you know, Dustin shaking the water off. Uh, what's going on? You know, didn't the Phoenix like us? Like last time, she helped us like save the galaxy and put together the Matrix I, of the Imkron Crystal. I can't wait to get mad at this. And Beast was like, looks like Xavier was right. And through Gene, the Phoenix experienced new sensations and, and doesn't really want to get out of this body anytime soon until she gets all the sensations. Yeah, she's looking for new emotions and sensations. It's really She says like, really you want me weird. to go back to the cold nothingness of space? And I'm like, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, no, no, I want to be inside a hot woman doing mm-hmm. hot girl things. It's boring. Yeah. It's hot girl summer, problems, and so. I'm going to enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Fe- speaking of which, Phoenix swoops in, and she says, hey, I'm going to kill you guys now. Uh, it's on. You know, Storm summons Hurricane Force winds, as she does. Your uh, destiny is at the is at an end, X-Men. Damn. Oh, that's what Phoenix says? Yeah. That's great. Yeah, she's full of, like, stuff like this. Like, uh, Phoenix is a really good... She's a great villain. She's pretty scary. Yeah, she's, like, kind of... I'm going to say... Better than Apocalypse. Well, it's, she'll melt it's you. It's scarier because we've gotten to know her for so long. She's yeah. been right in front of us, and then suddenly she's so dark and evil. It's well, it's like, the most powerful thing in the galaxy inside the body of like a person you love. As a so kid, sweet. it's like Scott and Gene are our parents, and then suddenly we're seeing Mom go evil. Mm. Evil Dead Rise, now in uh, yeah. theaters. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, oh, and I think it's also very scary because I think it's a great choice to have her coming back and forth out of fiend mode. Yeah, because it makes it harder mm-hmm. for the X-Men to yeah. grapple with like trying to take her down. Like, they're like, Damn. well, she's right there. She, we just know she's under the surface. And but you just see her struggling. Mm-hmm. It's great. Later, um, she's like, I can't do this for the rest of my life. Like, Yeah, that's a yeah. great line. Where she's like, yeah, it, it's it's unrealistic to expect Jean yeah. to try to keep the Phoenix at bay. But and Scott's like, what about me? <laughs> well, could I like hold you or something? <laughs> well, yeah, so none of the X-Men attacks do anything against Jean Storm. She summons Hurricane Force wins. Literally, Phoenix just sits there and laughs at her. Psych blasts her with everything he's got. Again, she's laughing. Um, Storm strikes her with lightning. Phoenix just reverses that right back at her. Rogue rips a tree out of the ground, mm-hmm. is about yeah, to what does she fucking do? batter with it when Phoenix turns the tree into solid gold she and it, it sends Rogue and the tree just crashing to the ground because all of a sudden it's way heavier than Rogue. And oh, dude, that explains. Gambit's been chipping away at that gold tree the rest of the episode, <laughs> just getting money. <laughs> Uh, distract us. He's like, I gotta get ready for the tithe. <laughs> this is the perfect tithe. Oh, he calls up his Cajun friends. He's like, you gotta get to Central Park for the tithe. Um, so yeah, Phoenix is basically just sort of uh, reversing their all of their powers against them. Like you see Gambit going after her. Um, he like sort of jumps at her, and then she like charges his jacket, mm-hmm. yeah. which he strips out of and backflips out of, and his jacket explodes. She's Very like, Jackie I can do Chan exactly move. what you do, so you're useless to me. Yeah, yeah. So and Beast tries the old technique that they use a lot, where he jumps on her back and covers her eyes that's um, true he's done this before yeah they, that's a move they, they do it on like the juggernaut they do and it he, yeah and he says well and then he goes cyclops now and cyclops shoots oh yeah but then she beast. reverses it and hits beast she and flips that's, around and he yeah. and do you have how and cyclops that's where cyclops reacted to- and that's where cyclops says no! <laughs> Bummer, uh, uh, that's a strong reaction beast man he's like the smartest guy coolest guy on the team i would have the same reaction if i accidentally shot beast uh <laughs> Yeah. Just saying. Yeah, well. <clears throat> one final point about this gold tree. Look, we, we got an entire fucking Savage Land two-parter. I'd have a whole episode of Gambit and, and this fucking gold People tree. People trying to heist Just the logistics the of him tree. trying to get the gold yep. tree. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> to Louisiana. Mm-hmm. That's great. No, it's just him and Phoenix for a whole episode. And she, he's like, turn more stuff to gold. He sees it as a business <laughs> yeah. opportunity. It's like, Phoenix, embrace more of that dark energy, please. Rogue, uh, throw a bus at her. <laughs> like just... 
Um, so yeah, throughout this whole fight, uh, Phoenix also has this sort of internal monologue going on, or not internal, external monologue. She's monologuing about how, uh, you know, this feels so great and, you know, uh, fighting the X-Men, it's like, they're so weak. They're like ants to her mm-hmm. and they're pathetic. And it's, it actually doesn't feel as good to fight them because they're so pathetic. And she wants to like take on a bigger challenge. Um, well, she'll get one later. She loves new experiences. So Rogue tries to... Gloves are off. Gloves off time, yeah. Going to absorb Jean's power, or the Phoenix, I guess. But getting a little suck. Literally doesn't work. Phoenix just blasts her off. And you know if Rogue can't suck, something's wrong. No (laughs) one can. No one can. Can't stop the suck. Cyclops blasts Jean again. He's like, Phoenix, give her back. Give Jean back. You know, and she's like, why do you even care about this body? And he's like, because I love her. And Phoenix is like, love? I don't understand. Your answer's unacceptable. And she blasts him to the ground. His visor comes off his face. And also, by the way, I just want to point out, he's wearing his super sick jacket here. Yeah. This is a moment where I would have used psychology. Be like, How so? Phoenix. Hey, Fiend, you don't know what love is? That's the most ultimate emotion of them all. Zip. That's the craziest thing you could ever experience. And she's like, huh, really? Oh, dude, I really am about experiences right now. I I hear coming is good, too. Yeah. (laughs) So, like, if you... if busting, I would have done all that. Then maybe instead of all this destruction, the Phoenix is now after love. She experiences love, but then what if what happens when the Phoenix falls in love with Scott and she's like, well, "I love you, Scott." And Scott's like, "Well, I love I love Gene." He's dominant. He's dominated. I guess by you're Gene. So you gotta yeah. give it to Scott that he's loyal and he loves. She she did a lot of uh, crazy shit in the last two episodes with other guys. That's true. Because he's a loser without her. He has no <gasps> idea what to do. Wow. He's. Dude, every time that she's away, he's like losing his mind. Who he's super am I? Aggressive <laughs> and like, who that am I? True. And goes to an orphanage and kisses a woman. He, okay, that was she kissed him. No, <laughs> he's kissed two women, dude. Don't let him off the hook. Two. Junkie. Didn't he kiss the uh, orphanage Lumpy. woman? That's what I'm talking about. That's off, just one. off screen. Oh, and then uh, oh, dude, how could Dazzler? You Dazzler kissed him. Dazzler. Oh wow, that was uh, that was again. Truly the women are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> the women are throwing themselves at Cyclops. That's not his fault, okay? Uh, after he tries to sort of reason with her about love, Jean finally comes out saying all of that brought her out, and she says, I love you, Scott. No matter what the future holds, I will always love you. Never forget. <laughs> and then, signature Jean moan in there. There's only one in these two episodes, and that's it. That's it? That's the only Jean moan nice. we get? Oh, yeah, yeah, the rest are, like, just evil laughing. I'm shocked. Yeah. Yeah. And speaking of shocks, the Phoenix Force busts out bigger than ever, exploding out of her body, uh. blasting off into the sky as Phoenix rises up over into the upper atmosphere. We see it from all over the globe, and now it's cameo time. Yeah, who sees it? Doctor Strange. We get a cut of him at a little bookshelf going, Whoa. what's that? Mm, I don't Interesting. know. We see Thor on a building swinging his little hammer around. He stops and goes, oh, that's cool. He goes, I'm fat. I well, play no, Fortnite. You, Doctor Strange turns around and he goes, Scooby-Doo this shit. <laughs> this crap. Crap. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> and then, yeah, Thor's all fat from playing Fortnite, standing on the building, looking at her. And then we also finally see uh, the the Watcher. Or is Wa- that watching. Zatu or is that the Watcher? Owatu. Oh. Truly awesome. Yeah, Owatu the Watcher is truly awesome. That's Stan Lee's friend. That's watching what I her, say. yeah, in Guardians 2, right? Um, Where are you going? I wasn't done yet. <laughs> what was that movie? <laughs> that was his cameo, right? Yeah. In which one? The Guardians 2. I'm, my story wasn't done. He's just sitting on the moon talking to the Watchers. One Guardians 2, best Marvel the... movie. Guardians 2, best Marvel movie. <laughs> mm, 
Okay. Was that the one that came out when Stan Lee died? Which one was that? Uh, it was like really sad. It was like rest in peace. I think it was Lee one of the, the Spider-Man movies. My brother and I saw that together, and some guy stood up at the end of the movie and said, "Rest in peace, Stanley. We love you." And then like he started talking more, and then the, oh. the uh, post-credit scene came on and <laughs> cut him off. And it was like, and remember, and he's like, uh, anyway, <laughs> just like cut him off completely. He's he still going? talking. Oh my god, it was so good. That's amazing. And remember, we'll never forget you. <laughs> I don't know what it was, but I was like, oh, there's more. Excelsior! <laughs> Jesus Christ, it's a great moment. Uh, Stan, yeah. someone's like, who's Stanley? And this is one of those moments that's also and. L- Pretty much these next two episodes are just entirely ripped straight from the books, but this moment in particular, we also see they like to do this in the X Men comics where they'll just cut to panels of like other characters Mm. in the Marvel universe being like, Whoa, what's going on? I felt something, you know, and like Silver Surfer's in there and stuff too, Uh, the Fantastic Four as well. But anyway, we see Jean flying through outer space. She flies up into the galaxy, out of our galaxy. We see her flying past Jupiter and Saturn, etc. This is when we learn that. X-Men has the same soundboard as us. Like, they just hit the genie button every now and then. Wolverine says genie now for no reason. Yeah. Daddy? <laughs> and we see, we also see Jean fly past this entity in the cosmos that is uh, Eternity itself, the character called Eternity. Uh, oh, oh, what yes. was that? Yeah. Ma- he's the main Eternal. You saw I Thor, think Love, I, and I, Thunder, I Googled right? it. I think it's called a space whale. He's the number one Eternal. Star Wars, wrong franchise. Um, you were, Shit, No, we're... we saw it in Thor, Love, and Thunder. That's what... Eternals. Uh, Eternity is the, the galaxy-looking silhouette thing. What do, what do they do in that movie? Eternals. They, they <laughs> in Love and Thunder, they like it's like you go to Eternity and you get to make one wish. daughter back. You get to go. You visit Eternity and you get to make one wish. That's Truly the awesome. plot of that fucking movie. <laughs> okay. Awesome. If you ain't got ACDC, you better be hitting me with the Bowenowanums. Yeah. <laughs> you better be hitting me with the Guns N' Roses soundtrack. Yeah. That, that whole movie was Guns N' Roses. It was really whatever. Okay, she our ship. Um. There's a scout ship in the edges of another galaxy, and the Phoenix flies through. I love these guys. Yeah, we get to meet this little crew of this Imperial cruiser, and they're great. They're all great. Eluke. It's like a little captain. In- <laughs> <laughs> what is his name? His name's like, it's spelled E-Luke, but I feel like he says Luke. Yeah, let's go Luke, sure. Luke and Dabari. Yeah, these are just like, it's like Master and Commander, far side of the galaxy. They're just down the outer reaches of a... They're like, someone just flew into the sun. Is this something we need to be concerned about? Yeah, yeah, because we do see Phoenix just literally do a nosedive yeah. straight into a sun. And they make a point to say that this system... And they're on, on the ship, they're like, yeah, give me a life reading. Yeah, I know there's no life out here, this but like... Sucks. Yeah, they're literally in a galaxy, or in a solar system that's completely empty. You see why Fiend wanted to leave this place? There's, it's boring. There's like a bunch of planets and like rotating around a sun, but none of them have life on it, so she just... Gobbles up that sun. Wait, wait. So this is our sun? No, it's a different sun. Different sun. Mm. Different, different solar universe. system. It looked like our sun. It did look like All our life sun. would be dead. Oh my God. Andrew, it did look like it. Could it be the other side of our sun, Andrew? I'm not taking this bait. I'm so done. Look, look. All we've seen is, it's like the flat earth theory. All we've seen is this side of the sun. What's uh, on the other side? Whoa. So the sun begins to implode. Really awesome. And the, the Shi'ar cruiser's like, let's get the fuck out of here. But then they stop. The captain stops them. And he's like, wait. We got to destroy this creature. If it was able to eat a sun in like 10 minutes, uh, we got to kill this thing before it kills anything that actually has life in it. This guy was so bored that he wanted to risk his life to try and fight a a sun-sucking lady. Again, master and commander. Uh, I should rewatch that because I hated it when I first saw it. (gasps) What? I saw it when it came out, and that's not something that I wanted to see. Oh, man, dude. I think you'd love it now. 
Yeah, I probably It's like won't. a big time. I was so bored. Grown ass man movie. I was like, he's fucking Paul Bettany. He's like looking at turtle pi- Galapagos turtles. Why is it this Pirates of the Caribbean? There's literally that that you want to. What year was that? That's what I was. It was thinking. the same year. It came out the same year. What? Master Commander came out the same year as Pirates, I believe, and also Return of the King. I didn't see any. I had I other things to do. Not, yeah, not enough rock and roll in them for me. Oh my god. <laughs> I almost, I almost spit up my drink. Aerosmith. By the way, folks, this is an ex-boys nights episode. I don't know if yeah, we told dude, you that. We get but, wild. Uh, really we, awesome. We're drinking. We're hanging. We're having a good time over here. So they try to fight the phoenix, but phoenix just flies right through their wing of their ship, pretty much destroying it. <laughs> what are you doing, dude? <laughs> That's how you play the drums, dude. That was crazy, actually. I'm still looking at pictures of the sun. and Not dissimilar. Okay. So. <laughs> the phoenix flies right through their wing, nearly destroying the ship. They spin out. And just fly. She flies off. I don't know if that's how space f- physics yeah, sure. work, but that, that ship's sp- spanning. Cut to Chandelar. Wait, one sec. <laughs> so in the Eric Leewald book. No, this is serious. I'm being nice now. In the Eric Leewald book. You're talking about previous on X-Men. Yeah. Okay. There wasn't much he said that was interesting. He mostly did a recap. What the? A recap oh. as he does. <laughs> he loves recapping I'm these like, episodes. I'm like, yeah, dude. We just, I just watched it. Anyway. Uh, Dark he Phoenix does say is some, back. One thing that's very interesting. Let's just say these planets that are not inhabited by lives and could be are in the comics. I know. She commits genocide she in the comics. She kills billions of people. Oh, yeah. Oh, I love that. And they that. couldn't do that in the cartoon, so it's just like, what if she had killed billions? I'll Whoa. tell you right now, this show is better for it because what they have to do later in the oh comics... Oh, my God, it's too much to undo. There is so much hand-wringing in retroactive, like, stuff. I'll get into it later when we get to the okay. end of the episode, but, yeah, it's like... It's my least favorite part of the Phoenix stuff in the comics is the fact that they then go back and have to like explain like, well, that actually wasn't Gene. It was just Phoenix and Gene didn't exist. And it's and like, I was oh. possessed by someone who killed billions of people. Yeah. That's something to live with forever. Like, yeah. No. Oh, my God. I, that totally makes sense now. Don't worry about it. Yeah, but I, I but I like it now because it, it it improves upon the conundrum later, which is like, can we punish someone for a crime they have not committed yet? You know, because the idea is like we've seen that she could theoretically kill billions of people. Oh. She hasn't yet, but anyway, I guess we're getting jumping we'll get a little there. too far ahead. But anyway, Oppenheimer, we, bro. We hey, it's true. What? Should should we judge Oppenheimer for his crimes? <laughs> actually, no. Sorry, it was actually Henry's favorite Eternal, uh, D- Dongo. Gilgamesh. Oh, is it Gilgamesh? Who's I don't the guy? Know. <laughs> I don't no, know literally, was it Fastos? Literally, one of the Eternals is like, we created the, <laughs> the oh, yeah, atomic of course. Sorry. bomb. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're standing in the rubble of Hiroshima being like, oops. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so dumb. Okay. Brian Tyree Henry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that movie. Um, it's so good. So, yeah, we cut to Chandelar, the, the Shi'ar homeworld, where Lalandra, who is now the empress of the Shi'ar people after the events of Phoenix Saga... She says, ready the Imperial Guard. Our worst nightmare just came true. We got to go into action. All systems go. We got to stop this thing. Cut to the X-Mansion. Xavier uh, re-explains what's going on in case we haven't understood it by now. Um, Phoenix has taken over Jean's body. Even though she helped them with the Imkron crystal, Phoenix is clearly, she's now got to be stopped. Unless the Phoenix agrees to leave Jean's body, there's just like no way we're going to save her. So 
we got to figure out a way to kill Gene. And Cyclops all of a sudden picks up on one of many psychic signals that he's going to receive throughout the, this it's episode. Like when, it's like when Professor X gets a message from Lilandra. Yeah, his girlfriend in Canada <laughs> that is not real, you're saying? He's like, <laughs> actually, she's contacting me right now. She does this all the time. She yeah. says, I'm so cool and hip. Uh, yeah, Cyclops says a similar thing. He's like, oh, uh, Phoenix is coming back right now, so we should stop talking about how we're going to kill her. And everyone at the table is like, ugh, it's just like. God, he keeps doing this. It's kind of uncomfortable. He's talking about how... Gene is still in there. He keeps bragging about how great their psychic rapport is. We can't give up. And for all my duck fans out there, this is where Wolverine's eating that duck. Ducks. (laughs) Well, speaking of Wolverine, he also makes a great point here. How do you beat something that can melt you in a split second? That's it. What's it? Why hasn't the Phoenix melted us? How should I know? (laughs) Because Gene has at least some control over the creature. That means there's still hope of reaching her. Ah, yes. It's mine. The inner circle controlled the Phoenix Gene entity, at least for a time, by attacking its most vulnerable spot. But Beast, it's Gene's mind. I do not propose to harm her mind. It's Gene's mind. Only disable it. A mnemonic scrambling device would temporarily prevent her from forming coherent thought. (laughs) Now he's interested. My thoughts exactly. How could I have not seen it? Oh boy. All those weeks we worked to make Gene whole again simply made her the perfect host. Oh my god. Another massive L for Xavier once again. And for those keeping track at home, I was a Xavier defender for a very long time. (sighs) Say it. I'm here to say (laughs) No 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 more. I'm sick of his shit now. Yeah. He's at Welcome this to point X Factor. The, You're hired. <laughs> at this point, the fact that Xavier doesn't just go like, I'm just going to go hang out in the, the control room for a while while you guys figure out a good plan for this. Like, he should yeah. because he has only made things worse at every turn. Last time we saw him making big decisions was what? The Iceman episode where he's like, You're right. I have been fucking up. Yeah. So maybe he's just on he a He showed constant, some growth there. Yeah. I mean, here he is recognizing, like, oh, I. I did screw up. I mean, he's doing a lot of admitting that he was wrong. Right. But at the same but he's time. he's also being like, we have to destroy this thing. We have to destroy this thing. It's better than me. I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> and what we see later in the episode also doesn't particularly help him. He does his classic, like, let's just lock this away in a mind and forget about it for a minute. How do we it's feel about classic. the mnemonic device? It's awesome. Good. I dude. think it's a great idea. Thanks, Beast. Truly awesome. The name mnemonic device, we're okay with it? Johnny mnemonic? What's I have no idea what explain, that means. Explain, John. A mnemonic device is... It's not a, like it's a, a pun. Yeah, I mean, it's like they're playing with the word. A mnemonic device is what you use to remember it. Right. Like Alice went well, to the mall. Yeah. For like saying uh, apples, watermelons. You get what oh it's yeah yeah yeah. But it's it like stands. You for use something. like an acronym yeah. to remember something complex. Yeah. Like yeah, there's yeah. math ones. So they're making a joke here. It's a little goof. They called their device the. I don't like being the device. butt of a joke. I, don't, I feel like they're. I'm being laughed at now. I think it's just Beast saying that because he knows none of the X Men know what the fuck he's talking about. They also about. separate the so words. Funny. So Beast, that. Beast just like talks in psycho and like, like tech Beast, babble. I like, like that theory. He's he like, knows, if I actually yeah. explain the science to these idiots, it'll be here for 20 minutes. So I'm just gonna say it's a mnemonic device, and they're mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, it's oh, okay. That's oh. That sounds cool. familiar. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, speaking of Beast, immediately gets on his computer and he starts 3D printing a mnemonic scrambler. Well, what's on his computer we see a close-up as his little clawed fingers are typing away on his computer there's a picture of a woman a topless woman (gasps) i mean she is topless i I don't i guess you call headshots just topless photos (laughs) (laughs) 
Now, I'm going to post a picture on Ooh, our Instagram. topless photos. <laughs> I'm posting a picture of it on our Instagram, at xboyspod. Uh, you'll see it's she's not wearing a shirt in yeah, this photo. Well, it's you, just yeah. skin. You only Obviously, you don't see any you know, she's private She's definitely parts. wearing skin. If you, you know, know Carly, she's a tube top. She's a tube top it, queen. It says, yeah, okay, it could be a tube top situation. But it says Love Carly written on it. And yeah. if you remember from Beast's... From the, she can see now and she can write. From the season two episode, uh, Beast Beauty and the Beast, which is our lowest listened to episode of the podcast. Really awesome. <laughs> you have to watch. It's a great episode, guys. We It's one of our highest rated episodes of the show of You probably don't time. even know who Carly is, do you? No. Dr. Bolson. If you're listening to this, you probably don't. Uh, but Damn. you should go back and listen to that episode because it's a great one. You should also watch it because it's really good. Some good Wolverine stuff. If he that. loved Carly so much, then why was he crying over a tablet? He what they had was emo- hot. Oh, in the apocalypse? It happens once, really in, a, it happens once in a galaxy, dude. I guess. He still like, misses Carly. It's isn't okay. he with Carly? Why are they not together? Because remember at the end of the episode, oh, he's like, until yeah, mutants right. and humans oh, right. can be together in harmony, well, he's I He's not doing a very good job of forgetting her if he has it's a like they say, once you go Shi'ar, you never go back to Car. You never go oh. B-R. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, yeah. Later, we cut to, on top of the little X-Mansion bell tower, I guess, uh, Psych Ops and Wolverine are just chilling, hanging out. And Psych Ops. Did I say <gasps> That's Psych Ops? Sick. Dude, what's, is that a game? It's like, Psych- I feel like Psych Ops is Psych like Ops. in, is like It's like his version of X-Force. Thing, where they're like, it's a Psych Ops. It's in like Pretty Metal sure Gear Solid a video and game shit. on PlayStation 2 where you can, um, you can, t- you can uh, levitate stuff and throw it at people. You can. Called Psych Ops? Yeah. Let's look this up. Psychological operations. Soldiers benefit the army's missions by using unconventional techniques. Uh oh. It's like psychological fucking. It's like warfare. the CIA. Yeah. Their intelligence, interpersonal skills, cultural sensitivity, and foreign language proficiency help sway opinions and actions of foreign governments, groups, and individuals. I will say the X Men do conduct a psyop on Gene. <laughs> yeah. Truly awesome. <laughs> Scott gets another psychic blast. Gene, he's like, hey, guys, I got another blast. I, You know how the last blast I said she was coming back? This blast, she is back, and she's uh, at a place that's very important to her. Cut to Gene's childhood home. Phoenix arrives, or rather, Fiend. Gene does. Oh, yeah, Gene. Because it seems like Gene's out now, because she, as she walks into the door, she's like, Mommy, Daddy, I'm home. Daddy? Eey. She's in control. But she walks in and she uh, sees her. She doesn't see them. She sees her cat Prometheus, oh. who hisses at her and jumps out the window. The best alien movie. That's what you want to see when you like, greet your <laughs> your cat. Um, and then she takes a little trip upstairs to her bedroom. Mm-hmm. John, do you want to talk about her bedroom? Do we see lots of things we in get her room? Creepy oh. xylophone childhood music. You know, ballerina music box music as she spins around in her old. Bedroom. It's, <laughs> it's pretty terrifying and a harrowing sight. To yeah. look, if you look at her toys closely, it's she's got a really troubled childhood. There's a little goblin playing a flute. It's literally like a lead goblin. <laughs> like it's like little Stanley a... Tucci playing a flute. Yeah. With yeah. What's ears. the second one? Next to it's a unicorn. It's yeah. like a yeah. skull colored unicorn. And if you remember, she <laughs> makes a little unicorn. <laughs> it's a white unicorn. It's like got hollow it eyes like weird. staring through your soul. And earlier she made a little unicorn in her hand. Coincidence? I think not. Ooh. Oh, good, shit. Good pickup, Henry. Yes. And the third thing is her favorite toy, and that's a stuffed. Cyclops and now no. Uh, well, you're thinking. I know what you're, what you're thinking. You're thinking blue. You're thinking the visor. No, 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 no. We're talking Greek no. Cyclops. We're talking the Odyssey Cyclops. With We're a, talking yeah. ugly little one-eyed freak. And it's like that a troll was doll mixed to- with like a cabbage patch mixed with. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good. Way to it's it. so stupid that they would do that. But I whatever. love it. I guess I'd like to think that she like 
like it kind of makes sense. Actually, you know what? I bet she, like her, she called her parents and she's like, oh, I'm having a great time at Xavier school. I'm dating this guy called Cyclops. He's really cool. No. And then they like bought her that toy. Like when she fine. came home. Look, and she I'm was not like, going to get too far deep into this, but fine. every, every girl has that stuffed animal. That was the one. That's true. I have one. So, so bear, are bear. we thinking? I have bear bear. <laughs> never mind. We're on different pages. <laughs> oh, never mind. But I love that you do have one. Yeah. Talking about a toy that you fuck, John. Yeah, Henry. Oh, I, didn't I didn't fuck any toys. No, I didn't have that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't fuck no toys. Bear Bear, Bear didn't see any action. Totally awesome. <laughs> so yeah, uh, she goes to her bedroom. She's holding her little toy. Hugging Anything it. else though? Because there's she twirls chill. around. Oh okay. yeah, sure. I oh, mean, just a couple band posters in there. What was yeah, that? yeah, fake blister bands. or something. Yeah, like yeah, something like that. There's like a hottie on the back of her door that's like a heartthrob from the '90s. It's like a brick jawed looking guy. Mm-hmm. Like, a, a like a Fabio ish. Yeah, oh, know. you thought he kind of looked like Wolverine? No, because he had the dark hair. It looked weird. I don't know what he looked like. Dude, we're doing Room Raiders for every X Men. That'd be the coolest shit. Yeah. We can see all their fucking rooms. <laughs> be awesome. Gambit's is That'd just be truly it's, awesome. You walk into Gambit's room, it's just the whole thing's blurry. Like it's just like for TV, it's just everything's blurred out. Yeah. They turn on the black light, it's just white. It's just oh, <laughs> it's God. just the brightest. They're blinded from the black light. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, yeah, she hugs the Cyclops. The doll lays in her bed with it, and then all of a sudden, well, we see a well, we see a car pull into the driveway, and we saw what the. She goes, what the heck? Daddy? And then she goes, oh! Daddy's home. Nice. And she runs downstairs. She goes, oh, my God. Finally, my daddy's home. Runs out the door. And as she runs out, she does not notice. She runs past the kitchen, the darkened kitchen. She doesn't notice Gambit in there. And we see Xavier also in there. And we see him using his mind powers somehow. Like, we just see little blue radiated waves coming out of his head. I'm and so then, pissed you didn't get the squeak of the little troll doll, dude. It I've was been sitting. So I'm sitting on it right now, and I'm stewing. <laughs> Andrew, can you it recreate so the sound that the squeak of the little fucking thing made? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, I'm hey. good. <laughs> exactly, dude. Yeah, right. Henry's got it. It's a good squeak, dude. It makes you realize why this toy is important. Is that worth it? Wow. Beautiful. I think Andrew did a perfect thing. So, yeah, it was, it was really good. It was worth it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, yeah, but that's not all. That's, those aren't the only people hiding in the kitchen. Gambit and Xavier. It's also Jean's Daddy? <laughs> and Mommy and Sissy, too. Jean has a sister. Sarah Gray is her name. Oh, and her superhero name is. And she's normal. She's just, a, she's just a woman. What? Just a normal woman. Wow. I love it. That's crazy. Uh, she opens her front door and runs out. Uh, and but there's fog everywhere. <laughs> you like if you see fog everywhere, you know storms somewhere around. Give here, her right? a TV show. My sister's a fucking. I just mutant. was thinking about this too. I didn't. I, I I was like, she she walks up to them and they're all like, oh, what, like what's Jeans she's like? I'm a lo- I'm a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a lawyer. I just passed the bar. <laughs> <laughs> Your sister destroyed a galaxy, and, and you beast, just passed the bar. Beast blushes. He's like, wow. Dr. Gray. Mm-hmm. She's just waiting her whole life for her ex-gene to like pop in. <laughs> just waiting. Like, God. like one day I'm going to be better than it's you. Like be a, oh, it's like lawyer. how Harry Potter's mom's sister was like pissed yes. off that she was yeah. a witch and she wasn't. Uh, but yeah, as Jean approaches the car, it suddenly backs off and drives away. Gambit sneaks up behind her, putting on the Mononic Scrambler. Mononic. Oh God, I can't say that. Mnemonic. Phoenix all Moana. of a sudden. And I notice how I say Fiend. 
grabs Gambit, chucks him into the air. Rogue grabs him. Phoenix starts to sort of struggle and um, uh, push. Like, the Scrambler is obviously affecting her in some way. She's trying to sort of use her powers to push through the power of the Scrambler as Storm tries to reason with her. You know, hey, we're your friends. Like, please let us help you. Phoenix immediately, nope, I don't have any friends. Zap. Down. And then uh, blast Storm away. And, of course, and this is a funny joke. Guys, this is one of the funniest jokes in X-Men, maybe. She catches, Rogue flies up and catches Storm and says, Catch the X-Men, her mind is more powerful than anything I could imagine. Oh, interesting. Good point, Beast. Yeah. Catch he, the X-Men day. She's always catching the X-Men. That's that's pretty much Rogue's number one job on this she show. She catches them or she picks them up or carries them. Or carries them, them somewhere. Yeah, she's, you she's fucking holding what? Every Saturday morning was catch the X-Men day for me and my family. Hey, there you go. Tell you fucking what. And you know who else is catching? Awesome. You know who else is catching stuff? Wolverine, as he pops his claws and he catches feelings for Jean, as he jumps over that fence, tries to go after her. You know, we knew it was gonna come to this. We knew it could come to this. <laughs> Gotta end it. Logan raises his claws. Ready to Do kill it. her. Quickly, while I still have control. <gasps> Stop her now. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> You should have destroyed me when you had the chance. Uh-oh. I, it's, how do we feel about Jean using the fact that she me. knows he loves her in a way against him in this? She kind of uses it against him. Wait, why? Well, because she's like, she's like, well, if you truly love me, yeah. you would kill oh. me, you know? It kind of makes like me a, feel like if Cyclops was there, she'd say it to him. If she was, if he was there, yeah. she'd say it to him. Like, Thankfully, Cyclops is situation. not in this scene because... I know, dude. <laughs> As we'll see in like five seconds, he's just in the car this whole time. This is the best. So just watching from part inside of the, the gambit, car. <laughs> pun intended, hey. is that they pull the car up pretending to be Gene's parents pulling Daddy. into the driveway. And who's playing Daddy but Cyclops behind the wheel. Daddy's and when the rest of the X-Men get out of the car and proceed with the mission... Cyclops remains behind the wheel. Just sitting there. In the driveway this entire Watching scene. the X-Men like, get wrecked. He's like slamming his head against the steering wheel like, no, no, So no, much no, so no. that when she inca incapacitates the entire X-Men, I'm like, oh, shit. Forgot that Cyclops hasn't been here this entire time. He's sitting in the car right right there. Yeah. He only comes out in this moment after when we see Jean get all of the X-Men sort of trapped in a big Phoenix Force bubble and just sort of uh, immobilize them. Yeah. And he steps out and he's like, hey, let him go. You know, and she's like, or he says, let him go, Gene. And Gene's like, Gene Gray no longer exists. How many times do I have to say this this episode, Cyclops? You're not getting Jean this. Gene Gray is not here. I don't I, think I heard you right. I mean, that is literally what he says back. <laughs> He's like, I know you're in there, Gene, okay? Look, we all love you. You love us. You love me. Nothing's going to change that. I'm talking now. Yeah. Enough. <laughs> it's just, you're being silly at this point. But thankfully, again, him saying all of that does bring Jean out finally. She's like, I gotta shut this guy up. <laughs> she's yeah. She comes out. She's like, Scott. Oh, hey, Scott. Honey, you're embarrassing. Yourself. As soon as we think this heartfelt reunion is about to go down, she gets blasted by Xavier. <laughs> yeah, she. He really interrupts this whole thing. Yeah, he's like, I had to do it while she was distracted. Okay. He, in his mind, Jean has to love him the most, and Cyclops has to love him the most. They can't love each other more. So he's threatened by this. He's like, enough talking about each other. <laughs> Stop it. He's like, we, look, we got to destroy Jean before she recovers. And, <laughs> yeah. and Phoenix is like, uh, back again. Uh, too late. And she blasts uh, Xavier's chair into a billion pieces. We uh, finally get to fucking see what's inside his wheelchair, dude. Yeah, dude. Oh, my gosh. There's so many things. He's got, like, action figures. It was nuts. He's got old magazines. 
Dude, books it, fall out of there's it. Books, there's books. There's like a baseball. Like, what's Xavier got you a baseball and in no there? And no Doritos. No Doritos. And no Doritos. No, no whatsoever. What the there hell? There are no snacks. No, he, he doesn't have uh, not a single snack in there. You think he'd have some snacks in his chair? <sighs> that's what I. Th- that's what we've been saying this whole time. I really thought. Nope. No. Snacks. There was I mean, some. At least that we confirmed that there was shit in there, though. Oh yeah. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. Confirmed. Definitely. And so yeah, and so she's got Xavier. He's on the ground on all fours like a little baby, and she's about to blast him to smithereens. Hmm. Blast him up. You once told Jean Grey that the greatest joy a teacher has is to be surpassed by his own pupil. Enjoy! Stop! I won't allow you to enter my... What the heck? Xavier and Jean are now inside her brain. My will shall prevail. Do you really think your puny mind is a match for mine? Rocks yeah. everywhere. You're puny oh. as hell. Yeah, there's there's rocks everywhere flying around. She starts to just send a whole bunch of rocks down on him. They're in this sort of like um, battlefield of the mind. Yeah, it's a it's a rocky mindscape, and there's swirling clouds everywhere. And she sends a bunch of rocks crumbling on top of him. But then he grows into like kaiju size, exploding out of the rocks. Tries to bind the phoenix with his mind. He's like, "I'm gonna do this to you, what you did to the Imcron crystal. I'm gonna bind, Truly awesome. I'm gonna bind phoenix inside here, because that's what I did to Captain Marvel, and it worked for her inside, yeah. inside Rogue's head. I gotta it say, great. our girl Catherine Disher is doing some great voice work with Jean as she's evil. Absolutely, oh, totally. terrifying. Absolutely, yeah, hundred percent. Nailing all the emotional to moments do. too. Yeah. She was great, but she hits him hard in this, and he, uh, we see Xavier all of a sudden turn into a giant gladiator. He pulls up his shield, but she just keeps blasting him, nailing him until he shrinks down to the ground, which starts to turn to lava beneath his feet. He reaches out once more with his mind to Gene. Look, Gene, please, if you can hear me, help me, help me, help me, help me, help me. He literally says it over and over and over again uh, as, as the earth starts to absorb around his feet. And he starts to absorb her too, so it's like sort of like absorbing off going on between the two of them. But then... We see Jean Grey, the Jean Grey with the costume that we know from this series, uh, an astral form of her comes out of the Phoenix and enters Xavier's mind, Whoa. boosting his psychic blast so that he can cocoon Phoenix in this sort of rocky grave, I now guess. This is deep. Wait, rocky grave? Encasing her. Encasing her on like a cocoon. Yeah, it's sort of talking like... talking about gay rock? <laughs> We're talking gay rock. Gay rock is life. And, gay, and that's why the gay rock episode is so important to this, because if we hadn't seen that, we would have no context for this. I don't know. Uh, gay rock is... We what know was things, the other thing he says? She says? Uh, gay Name rock it. is love. Gay Jubilee. rock is life. Yeah. It's not love. No, that's the Shrek. <laughs> that's the Shrek thing. Anyway, we cut back to reality. Jean Grey falls to the ground. Her green costume is back, and the Phoenix has contained her now. And uh, thankfully, Xavier actually does give Jean some credit. He's like, we couldn't have done that without Jean's help. Her power yeah. is truly, truly awesome. Mm-hmm. Good one. Awesome. The Phoenix is contained for now. I could never have defeated the Phoenix if Jean herself had not helped me. The strength of her mind is truly awesome. That, on that, we can Hi, agree. Hi yourself, Tiger. Oh, oh and wow. on that, Wolverine a, is losing, dude. Oh yeah, yeah Wolverine. Uh, if case you haven't seen this episode, he's in the corner sobbing right now. Uh, just tears this flowing from his eyes. Rough. Stuff. Yeah, honestly, Cyclops and Jean—they've never been stronger. And I think by the end of this, they're never going to be stronger. I think the door is closing officially for Wolverine. I, ha- I hate to say it, but I kind of like Jean for Grey. the first time ever. I'm like, 
I get it. He's that's been, the thing. He's been puppy dog following around Cyclops, waiting for Jean to show up. I think it's because we've seen so many episodes that are more leaning towards Wolverine's perspective on this that now that we finally have one that's kind of more closer to Jean and Cyclops's perspective, mm-hmm. that like you kind of see how weird and creepy Wolverine's obsession with her is. No, it's not. I mean, it's annoying maybe, but he's not like doing anything weird. Right? I mean, he's being a little. He's blatant in front of Cyclops. So that's his I guess, fucking yeah. wife. In a way that's like kind of fucked up. I mean, it's definitely not wife yet, but yeah. Well, Jean doesn't. That was do all part much. of Wolverine's plan. That make sure with Morph that she never gets married. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, so we. It seems like we have a happy ending. You know, Jean wakes up. She's they're kissing her and Cyclops. Kiss. Where the fuck is Morph? Uh, Morph is undergoing rehab. This whole <sighs> season. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, so the Phoenix Saga <laughs> is uh, coming to a close. You know, they, they locked her away in her mind. It's all a happy ending. Nope, the Shi'ar spaceship blasts in above them, and the Imperial Ooh. Guard phase around them. They get completely surrounded. Lalandra shows up. She says the being known as the Phoenix and Jean Grey must be destroyed. For the sake of all that live, Jean Grey must die. Cyclops hugs Jean Grey, and we end the episode. The being known as the Fiend. Okay. Uh, being known as the fiend is about to be uh cream creamed. and that ends part three of the phoenix saga wow that was such a cool episode can't wait what happens next will the x-men survive will gene gray survive is will Jean the phoenix back? be destroyed yeah. is that our son who is that the same son as ours daddy's home oh the s-u-n I'm, yeah. I'm quitting this podcast i didn't get that I, I quit you guys can do the next episode that's true me. because actually right now it is Nighttime, mm-hmm. so we don't know if the sun's ever going to come up. What's the sun doing at night? And where are we next episode? What's the sun doing at night? See you next time. Stay tuned for the next episode, folks. We'll be back right after these commercial breaks. Black hole sun, won't you come? want some of this it's just tea i'm good like from the can i can pour it in a cup no i got my beer caffeine i mean you told me to pause the whole intro i'm sorry (laughs) i was concerned you guys were tired i want to help welcome back hey wait (laughs) that was an emergency welcome back to x boys nights damn i was like i can save the day look at me now huh in the middle (laughs) (laughs) should we retake that or should we just go i think that's funny all right audience so John wanted to just make sure we had caffeine. I just wanted to share my tea. Yeah. A year- 7.50 p.m. Is it a Yerba? Uh, California time. Yeah, PST. Pacific Standard. Tea. Tea. <laughs> X-Boys Knights, we are back oh, with Dark... With Daddy's Home, Dark Phoenix. If you want awesome. tea, now's the time is all I'm saying. Truly awesome. Yeah, no, I'm, I think I'm all right. Dark Phoenix Part 4, The Fate of the Phoenix. Let's rock. <laughs> What are you doing, Henry? (laughs) Henry held out his hands like he's in communion, asking John to pour tea in it. Just a little. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, previously on X-Men, the Phoenix has to be destroyed. Uh, Cool. Yeah, we, okay. We're we're caught up. Uh, The, the, uh, We've got she, the, the Shi'ar want Jean. Yeah, the, the Imperial Guard and the Shi'ar show up on Jean's front door, <laughs> right. and they go, knock, knock, right. give us Jean. 
Um, but before the fight can even begin, before the Imperial Guard, because the X-Men and Imperial Guard, they're about to just go at yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Xavier, boop, 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 psychic blast to Lalandra saying, hey, Lalandra, listen up, girl. I'm going to speak your language. Do not resist X-Men. No. Aaron in Hala. What? Gato Blasio. They stopped. Why? Maybe they want to live a little longer. I have probed Lelandra's mind. The Shi'ar have an ancient law. A challenge ancient man. of honor, which <laughs> cannot be refused. I have made the challenge in our names. In all of our names, it is the only way to save Jean's life. That's a good point. Beast is like, you just put Wait, all of our lives uh, on the line? You uh, just spoke for all of us? You told them there, okay. every single one of us? I did not agree <laughs> to this, sir. Uh, Man, so in two seconds of screen time, a lot had happened in their brains. And they had a whole conversation. He probed her mind yep. and figured out that there's a Shi'ar law that says yeah. you can duel for anything if you want. I mean, it could be safe to say that maybe he learned this during his time with Lalandra previously. Maybe they talked. He's like, hey, do you have any cool no, ancient he GR probe, dude. No, he probed. Okay, yeah, no, that's fair. Um, uh, I challenge you for the T. <laughs> and, uh, John, I challenge you for the T. You have to honor it, John. Oh, let's duel. It's ancient X-Boys law. You guys have to duel now. Choose your champion. Man, I wish the new Mortal Kombat was out so we could play it. Ooh, you could play the old one. It's still good. Yeah. That's a, Mortal Kombat 11 is really great. I'd say it's an all-timer in the fighting game. They're cool. Category. I'm going to get the new Street Fighter, too. Do you think it's going to be good? I like Street Fighter. Yeah, I think it looks awesome. They all look crazy. Yeah. They're swole. I'll say that. Oh, they <laughs> do say that. <laughs> Guys, we're back to <laughs> X-Men. <laughs> the bug <laughs> ship blasts off. Yeah. And then right after... Lelandra says the magic words, and they all teleport on the bug ship. That's the, the beautiful thing about Lelandra. She can jump to a new location... Like that. Well, she so she jumps. The editors and then all love this, her. She yeah. jumps, and all of a sudden, the X Men teleport to the ship to like a Coliseum ship. It's oh, like now a, we're in space. Yeah, yeah we're in space. And then, but like, no, they're all even, on the bug ship. But even the creators were like, or you know, whoever wrote this was like, wait, uh, we probably have to explain because like Gambit oh, yeah, or someone asked, he's like, how he, did we even do that yeah, scientifically? Beast, <laughs> he spends a second being like, all of our molecules were dispersed and reorganized here. In short, we, we moved to a it new It was like location. ozone or something. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. And Professor X is like, your molecules belong to me and I put them on the line. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to die. You'd die without me. And Cyclops is pissed off as usual because <laughs> he's like, hey, Shi'ar, I thought we were like buddies. Let us handle Jean. You, yeah, you don't get Yeah, Well, Lilandra's main thing is like, she's like, listen, Phoenix is too powerful. These yeah. X-Men, sorry, guys, but, like, we're not going to just trust you to take care of something that could wipe out the entire galaxy. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's and Cyclops' point is Professor cured her. Yes. Right? He trusts the Professor to get inside people's heads and get rid of their trauma. And Lalandra, she points to an empty spot in the sky and says, hey, you see that spot there where there's no <laughs> stars? Yeah, there once was a star there, and Jean fucking destroyed she it. Ate so. it. She no, sucked it dry. Cyclops thinks the Professor's strategies are infallible. <laughs> oh, true, yeah. He thinks that like the Rogue thing he does is perfect. And, yeah. But really, Rogue has had a terrible time with this. this yeah, it's awful. But that's his only move. Yeah, that's um, true. So but they're yeah, talking like, more about how Fiend just wants to experience new things. She wants to feel new emotions, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that's, what's, we, that's what's driving her. That's what's motivating her. And they're in this big, like, Coliseum area. And I think we should note this because they look at the at the audience for a second and we see some familiar things. Like? Like, okay. Andrew, you tell me. I didn't pick up on any I, of these. None? 
Okay. I saw like a scroll in there, but yeah, a scroll. I was like, is that super scroll or is that? I don't just think scroll? there's a super scroll. I think oh. I just saw a normal scroll. I'm thinking just a little green guy. Snap. Anyway, scroll. There was a brood. I think. Yeah, there's probably a brood. I meant to look at this. Again, I didn't know broods were like sentient, not sentient. Uh, like they're aliens, like anyone else. I mean, oh, I didn't. I thought. I you know, I thought they were like you know, like dogs or something, where they're just like running Apparently around. Apparently, Benjamin Grimm was in there. Benjamin Grimm, the thing himself. The thing from Fantastic Four. I missed him, but hey, then there is also... <laughs> tips his cowboy hat. Yes. What if in John Carpenter's thing, it was actually Ben Grimm in Antarctica killing all the I'm scientists? I'm fucking cold. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cold as a rock. Uh, X-Boys <laughs> Nights is kicking in. I, my, my beer is really... It's clobbering uh, time. Yeah. Uh, and guys, Mm-mm-mm. there's a xenomorph. There's a xenomorph from Alien. Now that I pr- don't believe you. Promise. Pull it up now. You pull it up. Isn't um, this the second time? Didn't they? I have? think they reused this. Yeah. No, haven't they? Haven't we seen a xenomorph in X Men before? Specifically, a red one. I mean, we saw yeah. Brood. I don't know if we saw a xenomorph Scary. before. Because Brood are very xenomorph like. Oh, that's what it no, is. No, there is a Brood and a xenomorph. Okay. Shut the fuck up. But yeah, as we look over this crowd. Wait. Okay, I'm looking at it now. <coughs> Pause it. That's not it. Where? Oh, that guy? <gasps> it is. It's kind of. It's Give me kind that. Of, Gotta see that. There's also a guy that looks like he's from Star Wars. You know, the guy who runs Jabba's Palace, the blue with the white worm uh, hair? This is under review. Um, the play is under review. Look, uh, It looks like E.T. That one guy looks like E.T. Have we seen E.T. before, too? I think this is a reuse. They we probably reuse the shot. Yeah, there's the scroll. Aliens. There's ET. Oh, that guy kind of looks like a predator. Oh, there's a lizard man, kind of from Star Wars. Look, another Star Wars guy. There's the red xenomorph, the lobster man. Okay, I did not see Ben Grimm though. Uh, as John looks at this, yeah, basically this whole time, you know, Lilandra's just talking about like, look, yeah, she destroyed Jean, destroyed an uninhabited star system. But what happens when she ends up destroying one that actually is inhabited? Like, we're gonna have a big fucking problem on our hands. And you know, like the Imkron crystal that like spawned the Phoenix Force, like just like how we saw the crystal absorb galaxies, the Phoenix Force can do that too. That's why it's the only thing that can control the crystal. But Cyclops says that you know Xavier still cured her. Nope, Jean says Phoenix is under control for now, but she's still in there. And then Lilandra is like. Okay, well, in, anyway, in order to do this dual thing, I have to get oh, permission. I saw, I saw Ben Grimm. No, you didn't. He's give me gr- the phone back. Green. We're done with this. Give it. Come here. I swear to God, I'll show you. If you don't give me that goddamn... Ben Grimm isn't green, so it's not him. Yeah. He's a rock. That's Benjamin Grimm. He's the rock. Show us. Oh, oh bottom corner, because he blends in with the other guy who's green. Yeah, it's just that a color is, thing. Is the huh. All right, anyway. I guess we were proven wrong. IMDb is never wrong ever with their trivia. But I, I love this interaction, though, because Xavier's kind of like, uh, well, hey, Lelandra, I invoked the challenge of Arin Halar. You can't refuse it. And she's like, don't play me, bitch. Like, you've yeah. only made this worse for everyone by doing that, by the way. It's not like, it's not like you know. He thinks he's being real smart. Yeah. Um, and it's like, look, it's not like the Shi'ar are, like, making this decision by ourselves. Like, we've got to talk to the other races that control the universe. You know, races that are light years ahead of Earth in their, like, evolution and biology and technology. But Professor Xavier has cured her! Scott, the Phoenix may be under control, but she is still within me. To kill an innocent creature to get at another is barbarous. Lelandra, I have invoked the challenge of Aranin Halar. You cannot refuse it. Take no solace in your cleverness. Solace? You have only <laughs> compounded the tragedy. Sick burn. The Shi'ar Empire does not act alone. 
Phoenix is a creature of such immense power that she threatens stellar empires that were ancient before your son had planets. I must consult them. Truly awesome. Earthers are a stubborn breed. <laughs> honorable, the Kree do not object to this duel. Okay, Kree. Kree is a big blobhead guy. Empress of the Skrulls, provided the X-Men are not... Skrull Queen is gross. You will have your duel, Charles oh, that Xavier. Was that was quick. Though I fear you will live to regret what you have done this day. You gotta check with the Kree and the Skrulls. Yes. You always gotta check with the Korean scrolls. And if you guys don't remember or know who the Korean scrolls are, they are two alien races. I keep thinking you guys were saying Korean scrolls, and I was like, who? Dude, Korean scrolls. There's Korean scrolls. That's what Secret Invasion is all about. <laughs> yeah. Who exactly. told you of the Korean scrolls? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the legend Kree, has it. She she talks things over quickly with the Kree super intelligence. That's yeah. what we saw. The giant blobby. That's Jude head. Law. Yeah, it is played yeah. by Jude Law. Um, no, actually, she lies a different guy. Um, <laughs> what is he? I don't know. I barely paid attention to that movie. <laughs> I, uh, I, I yeah, I'm just a girl. <laughs> I was not a huge fan of that. Truly awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and then, hey, scrolls are in that movie too. So yeah, if you wanted to figure out who these two races are, just watch Captain Marvel, I guess. Um, yeah. So we cut to training. Yeah, I mean the X Men get a chance to train before did they're about know, to go fight. Did you for know Jean's this was fate. training immediately? I didn't know it was Beast. And no, Storm because were just Beast is around. yelling at Storm. Oh, as soon as I saw Beast swirling around, I knew it was training. Um, like a weird jungle gym. He's, he's yeah, jumping it's like a futuristic though. alien jungle gym. It's his own. Uh, That's nice of them to let them train before their their battle. I love these series of conversations that play out between these teammates as they all talk about their yeah. own perspective of like how they feel about Gene, how they feel about this situation, how they feel about like what's going on. Like I love that Beast comes in. And he's just like, look, like this whole process is a sham. Like we shouldn't be storm. He's talking to storm. Yes. Sorry. He's talking just with storm privately. Um, it's Shazbot, I think. Yeah. He's like, Andrew's throwing up. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's like, look, none of this is fair. Like we shouldn't be like fighting over the fate of Gene. We should be like talking this out. Like we can't destroy someone who to prevent a hypothetical crime that the Phoenix might commit. Like that makes no fucking sense. The Gene crime of is course innocent. being destroying the universe. What's yeah, the famous well, railroad uh, conundrum? It's called the railroad conundrum. You either pick the train that uh, hits Gene. Yeah. Or you pick the train that hits everyone or, but Gene. Or yeah. you pick the, the train that, may or may not hit everyone. You don't Whoa. know for sure. Uh, as long as Gene can control that other train. Coin flip. That's a tough That's a tough train. That's just life. That is life. <laughs> hey, um, that's awesome. He hates that they have to do this as a trial by combat. Like He's like, this isn't justice. This is just war at this point. We're just fighting for a life. Yeah. And, Storm uh, loves Gene like a sister, though, dude. I yes, love that. Definitely. I love that she says that. Yeah. They I got there it. at the same time, didn't they? Yeah. yeah, it's it, and, and just like how unfair the situation is. Like, why should she suffer for the sins of many? Why Jean almost takes a Christ like? Uh, I always think I'm like, you know, you're like Christ. You're reminding me a little bit of Jesus Christ. <sighs> Beast is done yelling after his lawyer morality kicks in. Oh yeah, he he pay. gets really fiery when he's yeah. talking about how much he hates this system of justice he's that they have to go through. And but I was like, all right, I get it. We scroll and down. We scroll down and we see Wolverine Dream Team. and Gambit. You're getting slow, Gumbo. Oh my god, they're chopping up some robots. And Gambit asks Wolverine, he's like, hey, do you think this Phoenix girl is too dangerous to exist? Wolverine and says, Wolverine's like, I honestly don't give a fuck. I'm standing next to Gene no matter what. Yeah. He's a feminist. He's like, how king. could you ask me? <laughs> He's like, I stand with her. I'll do whatever she says. Gumbo. I'm a freak. Gambit's slow, right. Gumbo. Everyone's thinking with their fucking hearts. 
Except probably Gambit. Gambit's the only one thinking with his brain. It's really. <laughs> you mean if you by brain you mean the tip of his dick? Oh, got uh, him! At this point, we see Xavier telepathically reaching out to it, Lilandra. They start. They take a stroll on the astral plane, which is kind of like a cool alien jungle scene. There's a waterfall. It's kind of sexy. It's their, pre, it's their pre-fuck routine. I Savage mean, land? it seems like it. They're yeah. both like really into each other. They both seem really horned up. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. She's like, I just wish. I believe the exact quote is, I wish only to cherish you. You know that, that awesome. scene in Succession where uh, Martha <laughs> uh, Martha says, like, they have intimate conversations every night? Yeah, That's yeah. what Lalandra and Xavier do. They're taking a stroll through the astral mm-hmm. plane just saying, I cherish you. But yeah, he's like, okay, well, cool, since you cherish me so much, since we're getting it freaky in our minds, how about you help me, I don't know, contain the phoenix, maybe? All I of a sudden, thinking. her mood changes, like, on a fucking dime. <laughs> And she just, like, lightning darkness overtakes the astral plane. She's all of a sudden standing in full armor on top of a mountain, being like, my duty is to protect the people of, of the Shi'ar Empire. Like, I, I have to do that over the longings of my heart. She right? can't let her heart win. Okay. Yeah. Time, time to ask the question, guys. Whose side are you on? Little, oh, this what do you is mean? actually tough. Lil Andre is good. Like, what do we think? Uh, like, so Lil Andre wants to just take Gene and... I'd probably give it. To so the side is well. So we're saying, should Jean uh, be under the control of the Shi'ar Empire or the X Men? Like, yeah. sh- which side should decide her fate? Yes. Yeah. Shi'ar Empire. Yeah, I agree. I think so because they have a bigger jurisdiction over the entire universe. Look, we're trying to save our own lives here. We're, yeah, we're on the chopping now. Block. Now, when it comes to the decision, let's say you are the Shi'ar Empire, you are the one making the like. What do you choose to do? Like, do you kill Jean? To save the universe. Oh, or I'm saying. I think Henry and I are both saying kill Jean. Yeah, I think you got to kill her. I'm thinking just lock lock her up. <gasps> You're out of your mind. You can't lock that up. This is. Or this honestly, is... no, no. Here's my answer. My answer is I ask Jean what she wants to do. We get Jean. We find a way to get once I, once Jean, Jean would kill herself. Once Jean know. comes through, yeah. But if she says kill me, I go okay. I will. <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. You said it. You yeah <laughs> yeah. You guys heard that right? I put the gun in her hand. And I go, you do it. on her tombstone. She said to kill her. She yeah. said to do it, guys. Truly yeah, no. Awesome. I make it Jean's choice. But otherwise, if she says no, then I like either contain her or kill her myself. I guess. Yeah. So I guess I am saying kill her. What am I talking about? Daddy. Yeah, dude. We're monsters on X Boys. Um, and before the little mind meld ends, uh, Lalandra sends Xavier into a crumbling abyss. Like the ground breaks beneath him. He yeah, she's like, falls Bye. into the darkness. I gotta go. And then there's a great shot. She like deleted his number pretty much. Yeah. There's a great shot where he comes out of it. You see him <laughs> yeah. sitting in his chair and he's just like, oh. And he just well. stares straight ahead. And he just <laughs> glides off. Story of my life. Interesting. That was weird. Uh, um, she's playing hard to get. <laughs> she yeah, sent he, me into a cavern. He just drives his little chair away, and he has a new bug chair. I think we did we point this out. All right, I don't think so, but he's got a little purple alien Shi'ar chair. Oh, I actually missed that. Yeah, oh, new, yeah. new chair for Xavier. Bug chair. It's cool. inflatable. I'm pretty sure. Nice. It's, it's like a water bed. Those yeah, are the best kinda, kind. Kind of looks like he's that. Like, yeah. yeah. So I like how it hits my butt. <laughs> <laughs> and now <laughs> we cut to what is probably my favorite setting. I had all the options, awesome. and I just went with butt. <laughs> Truly awesome. <laughs> Um, um, we we cut to what is probably my favorite setting of the episode, where it's and this is ripped again straight out of the comic, where you have Cyclops standing in this glass, this spherical glass bubble. Cases. They don't have to train, I guess. They're, no, he's fine. Uh, staring. Rogue definitely does not need to train. I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. So Rogue is sort of standing behind him. He's standing, looking out, very pensive. He's looking I out. Can't help thinking across the cosmos. 
What can't he help thinking about? Yeah, he says, I can't help thinking about it, Rogue. He's like, I, I just don't know if this is the right decision, right? Yeah, I mean, that's kind of what everyone's saying. Yeah. Basically, they're just yeah. various forms of just being like, look, this is a big moral conundrum, but... And, and Rogue's like, listen, I've never felt love like you before, mm-hmm. which, like, we knew about already. And Hit that just, again? I've never felt like love like you before. Yeah. All right, that was perfect. Just check me. Ah, um, you want me to really do it? <coughs> but Cyclops is also the only Hold person on. to... Oh. Hold on. <laughs> don't worry. I can do this. It <laughs> <laughs> sounds like oh, my Cyclops impression. God. Those guns and roses. Oh, I see. Oh, okay. Oh, God. Oh, that got me. But Cyclops is the only one to bring up the, like, he's like, I wonder what would happen if the psychic circuit breakers in Gene's mind that right. Professor Xavier put there were to fail. I uh, can't help thinking. <laughs> he can't help thinking. Um, That's yeah. so fucked up. He's relying on this like awful thing that Professor X does to the mutants. He's, he he's thinks like, it's normal. He, well, he's no, questioning whether e- it would work. Or it's not. the easiest way to solve their problems. It's like yeah. It's like it's a Band-Aid on a on a dam. Yeah, he's right? just like, it's like duct I guess, tape on a. Can't we just do that thing? That's gonna be fucking annoying forever. And most importantly, <laughs> and he like, doesn't trust Professor X to be good enough to set up walls anymore. No, definitely. Well, yeah, His walls are not that great. They're I pretty much like Windows ninety six screensavers. That's we the saw key takeaway. Yeah, he's exactly. realizing like, and he's talking to the one person who's the psychic barriers in her mm-hmm. mind did break, which was Rogue. Um, but yeah, she's like sympathizes with him. She's like, look, I've always looked at the love that you and Jean have for each other and wanted that my whole life. I never had that. <laughs> exactly. That's Marge Simpson. Um, but then Cyclops is like, I do. <laughs> but Cyclops is like, look, I'd like to think if I was in, Lil- he's a lot like me in that he's like, I'd like to think if I was in Lalandra's position that I would still project Jean. But then I was immediately like, no, that makes no sense. We got to kill her. Yeah. Whereas Cyclops is still holding on hope. But speaking of which, Gene walks in. Oh, Gene, okay. Oh, no. This is no, where no, a fun no, theory no. comes in. I hate this so Here much. we go. Okay. Could this episode be more interesting if this is Phoenix through Gene gaslighting and manipulating everyone into doing what she wants them to do? How, uh, so she's like lingering behind being like dressing in her old costume, like getting inside Cyclops' head all because this is all feeding her more getting she's getting I more, can't help thinking she's so she's good at more being, experiences yeah she's yeah. so good at being dark phoenix now she's like tricking them i think that would be cool she's like i want everyone to just like want me to be exactly alive. and yeah. she's like flirting with wolverine in the next room like we just see her <laughs> manipulating every x-men i mean Whoa. it'd be cool if we did see that but mm-hmm. unfortunately we didn't that's like a real dark morph thing to do that's dork morph Dork Phoenix. Um, anyway, just had to get that off my chest. Yeah, that's not what's happening, so let's move on. But yeah, she's wearing her old <laughs> uh, Marvel Girl costume. Dude, is that what she was she called? Yeah, her original in. name was Marvel Girl. So she's going to be in the upcoming uh, film, Marvel's Ms. The Marvels. Miss Mar- Marvel yeah. Girl. Ms. She's going to wear her Girl. classic costume, which we see here, which is green dress, wor- dude, yellow mask. The yellow mask. I don't know what happened, but they animated. Oh, it stretches your face out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, clearly. She looks like Mr. Fantastic or something. We'll put her, it on our her Instagram. Eyes, her eyes are like facing different directions. Like her everything's Her mis- mouth is like way too low. Dude, it's, it's really It's like the uns- first guy you fight on uh, Super Punch-Out. She looks like, <laughs> you, know, in really Army, you know in Army of Darkness when Ash's face gets sucked into the book and his face gets all stretched yes, out? Good. That's yes. what Gene's face looks like. Yes. Um, it's fucking hot, and uh, yeah, and Cyclops is like, "There she is. There's <laughs> and, my girl." And they, as they embrace, Rogue leaves with a, a single perfect tear running down her cheek. Uh, she says, "My daddy, my daddy used to say three's company, <laughs> and two is not that and good for you." It's <laughs> pretty much what she said. It two goes on too long. It's like, "And two is an eavesdropper who's listening like a grasshopper. He's listening, listening like a, like a cat in a rocking chair's ass out." <laughs> and, <laughs> 
and I'm I am through with you. <laughs> I'll never find no love. And you hear all of this just down the hall getting <laughs> quieter and quieter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She just keeps going. But yeah, Gene basically. One more thing. And when the door opens, you can see Wolverine just like leaning against it, like, oh, sorry. <laughs> His shirt's off for some reason. Uh, I'm not smelling anything. Uh, but yeah, Gene basically says to Scott, she's like, look, I destroyed a whole solar system and kind of liked it. Like, what if the next world I ravage is Earth? And Psych's like, you're not evil. Don't worry. He's like, you're overreacting. I'm going to continue to ignore this problem. We'll make sure that it's any other planet but Earth. <laughs> as long as we can get married, I'm fine. Gene, is it that time of month? But she's like, look, I just. You sound crazy. You're the only person who's going <laughs> to understand this. She touches his face and mind melds with him for a moment. Yeah, she's, she's like, like, let me show you what what my fears are like and look what's actually possible all we see is the dark phoenix destroying suns destroying planets destroying earth like the, eighth, the eighth wonders of the it's world like basically a, yeah it's like the montage Taj from uh, independence day where yeah. you just see all the monuments around the world getting destroyed by the aliens and real fire this yeah. is one of those real fires just shots. a wall of flame destroying everything in its path and she's like am i really worth the risk and he's like yes <laughs> <laughs> no, but he's like, yes, you're, you're worth, worth everything there is, is what he says. And that's pretty smooth. Damn. And she says she loves him with all of her heart. But they, is this fiend? They kiss. No, it's not Ask fiend, yourself, John. <laughs> it is definitely Gene. It is not fiend. It's Gene. It is Gene. The fiend's always there. I, I fiend is way too unstable. If this was, she wouldn't if have this was a modern dinner. flick, no, the fiend, fiend would always be Fiend there. would be going straight for the pants. You know, the end of the thriller. Oh, yeah. Because she wants those bodies. Every time a scene ends, it's basically like the end of thriller when Michael Jackson laughs at yeah. the camera. Fiend is playing all of us, dude. The, her eyes go white for a second and she smiles. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. Vincent, we hear the Vincent Price laugh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> she got great ass. In yeah. the battle room. I guess it's a battle room. I don't know. That's what I called it. Uh, we see Lalandra. She's, uh, the X-Men are standing around. They're all geared up, la, ready la, to fight. La, 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 Lalandra. Lalandra says la. the Help X-Men will fight the Imperial Guard. If the X-Men win, they'll be set free. No. And Phoenix will belong to them, and they'll get to decide what to do with her. If the guards win, Phoenix I'm Jean belongs to them. Sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, Hit that by no. accident. I'm just like trying to explain. <laughs> Start over. <sighs> So they're all in the battle room now. I, I'm just going to call it that. Lalandra, uh, the X-Men are standing before Lalandra. She's explaining the rules of the game, if you will. Uh, she's like, look, if you, you guys are going to fight the Imperial Guard, uh, if you beat them, you get to be set free and decide what to do with the Phoenix. If we beat you, um, we control the Phoenix, and we're going to judge her however the fuck we want. They should have threw some more things into the mix. Like, we also get a PlayStation 3. Yeah, the, the X-Men could have negotiated for a bit more, I think. And this, this is, like, before that even PlayStation 1 even existed. Yeah, so this, know, that yeah. would be crazy. Hey, you, but it's the Shi'ar. You know Shi'ar had PlayStation 3 technology. Yeah, that that's true. Uh, <laughs> Henry, pay attention. We're talking about pretty important stuff. Yeah, yeah. Henry, Henry's on his freaking phone, you guys. No, I'm not. If you wonder why he doesn't remember anything we say or what any of these episodes are about, or he's constantly like, wait, did we talk about that? I'm being roasted. Case number one. Case number one, right here. Get Jeff Dunham in here with his motherfucking puppets because we roast him. PS3s and shit. <laughs> Jeff Dunham roasts <laughs> with his puppets? He does not. Fuck you. Let's yeah, think of Jeff Ross. Um, get Jeff Dunham in here now. <laughs> uh, and so she zaps the X-Men away. They or they they don't get zapped away. They get teleported away. Ouch. And we get to meet a, a fun character from the comics here. Araki, the advisor to Lalandra, who says, hey, 
What happens if the X-Men so win? So I'm glad you said this. This is definitely the first time we've met this guy. And she, yes, absolutely. He's and got feathers coming out of his face yes. like an owl. He's yes. awesome. He's big time feather Classic man. She are Classic Shi'ar feathers. Classic feathers coming out of his body. Who's yes. that guy that plays Bo's therapist and like from um, Dune and stuff? He would be played by that guy in a movie. Who's therapist? Bo's therapist from Bo's Afraid. Oh, and he's in Dune. Oh, God. The oh, guy sorry. Plays yeah, yeah, yeah. Hawat yeah. or whatever. Yeah. That would be this character yeah. in, in a Marvel movie. He was in. Yes, yes. He's yes. He's a great advisor guy. Yes. Also in Devs. Yeah. He's a Devs, perfect like side saying. advisor man. I love yeah, that. Yeah. Man. Guy standing to the right of whoever. And just, mm-hmm. hey, what if the X-Men win? Uh, and she says they can't win. I think he should be Zach Galifianakis. And he says funny shit. <laughs> Why I order? <laughs> the X-Men are teleported to the surface of the moon, which is full of ruins from an ancient civilization. Yeah. Now, cool is stuff. this our moon? It is our moon. Knew it. Because they can breathe, and you know you can breathe on them. Yeah, wait, why? Could, yeah, they can breathe, so it can't be our moon. No, it is our moon, and they can breathe on you it. You got questions, dude. It's because we're in the blue area of the moon, Henry. Question everything. Uh, you heard about the blue area of the moon before? All I know is that the blue area of the moon looks like... Looks like some spooky Mardi Gras. Gambit's right. It is where it, spooky Mardi Gras happens. <laughs> it's also where Uatu the Watcher lives. I go to spooky oh. Mardi Gras every year. Wow. Yeah. Dude, spooky Mardi Gras, that's the theme for this year's Halloween party. Nice. Where the X-Boys will be dressed as X-Men. It's true. It's true. Stay tuned. Um, and so, yeah, they can breathe. They can use their powers. Uh, it's, it's basically just like, in my opinion, this is like my dream video game scenario where you and your friends squad up as members of a superhero team like Go on. the X-Men, and there's another group of people who squad up as a member of a different superhero team. X-Factor. Dibs. Sure, X-Factor or the Imperial Guard. What about Fortnite? And you guys are in this battlefield and you have to fight each other with your powers and it's like last man standing wins. It's like Fortnite, but with superheroes with specific abilities and stuff, but it's smaller squads on a smaller map. Interesting. Closer to like Halo with map size. As long as we're talking about other forms of entertainment, can I bring something up really quick? It was a shower thought I had today. Okay. Those are good thoughts. I kind of think... Keep them there. I kind of think the thing that I want the most... Or X-Men in visual media. Porn. I, th- I think would be a live action TV show. Oh, you're so wrong. Yeah. I think I want They've, that. We've already gotten them. Go no, on. I think it, imagine like a Lord of the Rings, style, Rings of Power style budget. If it had the budget. For an X-Men yes, series. I, I do think X-Men is best served as long form serial. Oh, I see what you're form. saying. There's just too much like, story. And then it's like a long show. We can with really like, explore every character. An entire season could be Dark Phoenix and it would be good. No, I exactly, exactly. It would be so good. Like I think you would do, and you could do it kind of like, the comics in a way you can yeah you know but you pick the best kind of stuff to, so you have the first season which is just about like forming the team and like fighting sentinels right like that's yeah. what it is it's just i think like, they should get the brains behind mandalorian yeah. oh jesus and then by the time we get to like and then randomly you'll have like pyro and avalanche like come in for an episode and it's like oh this is fun yeah or they're like in a cold open for an episode and it's yeah. like then you, you just you fill each episode with like you know, oh, it would like, need Lord but of the every Rings single episode. You, you treat it like a comic in a sense, where like every episode is almost a contained story. Yeah, but like it's all serialized throughout. Like, and, and you but can then jump, the last like you three can jump weeks or months season. ahead in certain yeah. you know episodes and stuff. And it's, it's R rated, so you can see Sabretooth as he's depicted, <laughs> ass out, ass ass. And and then by the time you get to the Dark Phoenix. The Phoenix shit, it's like really Yeah, brutal. because you've spent three or four yes. seasons with Gene. That's my official pitch, and I'm sticking to it. Well, it can't be changed by my, you yeah. can't change my mind. I think that's the most, I, that's definitely the ideal situation. Oh, see? 
I, I do. You pitched the Harry Potter TV show, and that happened. No, I did you, not. You did, no, famously. I did not. Very famously. In fact, I think I really hate that. Okay. <laughs> the Shi'ar boys fly in. Shi'ar. Is that where we want Wait, to start? Wait, where are we at? Oh, yeah. Uh, and yeah, so we see the, the Imperial Guard um, teleport. The blue on the, side of the map. The fight's moon. about to begin. They're on the other side of the map. And yeah, it's kind of on immediately. Um, Cyclops is like, hey, remember the plan? We're going to split into teams. Hit and run. We whittle them down. Yeah. Uh, Tire them out. Let's rock. Everyone starts flying and blasting immediately. Rogue immediately beats the it's shit on. out of two people. She punches two people in the face. They Rogue fucking hits Titan yeah, and hits highlights. Uh, bl- Bling Blolt in the face real hard. Needless to say, it looks like a spooky Mardi Gras. <laughs> looks like some spooky Mardi Gras. And then Jean and Yeah, who? we see the Imperial Guards. Her, She's a psychic. Her name's Oracle. Oracle. They're telepathically blasting each other, and yeah. Jean's blasting her back, and Oracle's blast kind of gets to Jean, but then we see Jean's eyes go fire mode. Yep. Boom, she blasts Oracle away. And then we cut to, I think, the... <laughs> the best team in this whole bunch. We see Beast, Storm, Wolverine, and Gambit running yeah. through some tunnels together. Love this team up. Uh, they run into... Big Boy and Little Freak. Master Blaster, basically. His oh. name is Benin and Cecil. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, big green guy who's got a little green guy on his back. And he basically says, hey, X-Men, I'm going to give you one choice. You could surrender. Wolverine goes, no, fuck you. No, thanks. Um, they immediately start fighting. Beast and Wolverine tussle with uh, little boy and big boy yeah. while Gambit and Storm run off until Smasher rips up the floor beneath them, which sends Gambit plummeting below. <laughs> Thankfully, Storm's there to swoop him up. She grabs him. They take him to the surface of the moon. Gambit kind of flirts with Storm. He does. He says, look forward to making it up to you. They have history, as Andrew's established. They do have history oh, that's together. awesome. Storm, and, uh, Storm brought X-Men, or er, X-Men. The Tide. Really awesome. Storm brought Gambit into the X-Men. Yeah. Uh, and Gambit they saved Storm's thieves. life. It's when she was depowered, and she was also a child, thanks to uh, Nanny and the Orphan Maker. Excellent storyline there. She's my ride of time. <sighs> um, Truly awesome. And we see Earthquake, the, you know, the guy who makes Earthquakes, the rock monster. Yes. He attacks them, sending rocks blasting forward as Storm Carol. summons winds to Carol. send the rocks flying back at him until she gets lassoed by Hussar. Hussar. Yeah, that's Hussar. The, the red lady. Her name yes. is Hussar. And she's she, got um ponytail. That's yeah. how you know she's different. Yes. Fully yes. red body. Yes. Yep. Yes. Big and red she's body. she's got a whip. And she's got a whip, a neuro whip. You know what that does? Yeah. It, if it connects with you, it zaps you of your neural energy. I mean, ba- yeah, kind of. Shit, yeah. No, dude. it zaps your nervous system. It just basically takes out your whole nervous system. Dude, that hurts the most. It's just a taser, dude. Yeah. And yeah. then we see Gambit and Storm getting taken out from Blast from Earthquake. So this battle is not really going our way so far. As we cut to Cyclops and Jean. I disagree. Rogue fucks up Starbolt again. Well, we'll we'll get there. Okay. We'll get there. Rogue, I'm all my point is. Rogue is never Let's on just the get road. Past I'm Gambit's fine. I'm we don't have to talk about him. <laughs> he gets hit pretty bad. Uh, yeah. what, but what's great about this fight, though, is that you do see like the ebbs and flows of combat. Yeah, you do yeah, see yeah, like yeah. the X Men winning and losing. Um, like Cyclops and Jean, they're getting hit on all sides. She throws up a psychic force field around them as Rogue, because uh, Starbolt's blasting at them. But then Rogue flies past Starbolt. She flies him off and like leads him on a high speed flying chase through the rubbles of the city, which I thought was really yes. really cool. And then she, like, turns at the last minute and sends him crashing into a cliff face. He's getting rocked the entire episode. Yeah. Or as, entire fight. As we cut back to Wolverine and Beast inside the tunnels, a uh, little guy running around. Little yeah. green man, he's a fast little fucker. Wolverine We've seen this guts before, him. right? Yeah. What's the duo's name? Uh, Warstar. Warstar. It's just one name. They don't yeah. have... Okay. Uh, we'll no, see. he said he's, it. Yeah. Benny and Cecil. <laughs> You get shit for me if we're not listening. Wow. Benny and Cecil. When did he say Benny, Benny and Cecil? Cecil. He I said did it. say it like five minutes, like less than five oh, minutes. You've missed man. two things. 
I'm so surprised. Yeah. Vinny and Cecil. He uh, guts. He guts the little guy. Yeah, and he just says, "Oh!" And he's like putting his wires back into his stomach. Yeah, he's like repair mode activated. Yeah, Oy. and Gladiator chucks him. Yeah, we see Beast kick the big boy down the hole. Uh, that and then you, yeah, down. and then Wolverine tries to hide, and then well, Gladiator shows up. Oh well, Gladiator throws him. Yeah, he throws Wolverine up into the like the rafters, and he like kind of sneaks away. And Wolverine tries. To, he tries to do yeah, like a yeah. repeat of Hellfire Club, where he's like hiding <laughs> in the like tunnels. But then who is that? Uh, Manta is her name. Manta. And she can shoot light. Big head. She big, big head. Big, big yellow light. head. Yeah. Big light that shoots out of her cape. And she like basically blinds him so bad that he passes out. He like tries to jump on her, but as soon as she turns around, yeah, she just blasts him. She with got the a light. big ass. And as she knocks him out, he, he dies, goes, "Yeah, Gene." Yeah, right here. <laughs> he does say a little Gene. We gotta talk about Beast Blanca move. Is what I like to call it, or the Kano from oh, Mortal Kombat. Okay. okay, where he spins through the air. Both yeah. works. I That's love what he does to the big, dude. big War Star boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sick move. Truly awesome. <laughs> I love that so much. Always gonna work. It is truly. I, it's just some guy being like, "That is fucking awesome." <laughs> That's what all of our listeners say as they listen to this podcast. Yeah. Um, and now we cut to my favorite part of the fight, which is Rogue. Which is Rogue, Oracle? really? She oh. sees Oracle flying alone. She's like, "This is too easy." She Until pulls out all of her tricks, dude. Oracle blasts her with a psychic blast, which sends her to the ground, landing at the feet of Gladiator. And Gladiator's like, ding, ding, round, round two. two. Let's rock. We fought before. Let's go. Um, and they are decking each they, other. As they punch, their punches into each other are so hard that it shakes the earth and ground around them. And yeah. she picks up a pillar, this throws it move, down right? on him. She finds the biggest thing she can find. She picks it up. Smacks it. Yeah. And, smacks and, and he does it right back at her. And they're doing this to each other. And eventually their, their blows are so powerful that just every building around them crumbles and Remember, just covers them. Remember, this is blue side of the moon. As a civilization, has buildings yes. all around. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And this is exactly how it goes down in the comics, except Rogue's not around. This is actually Colossus doing this in the comic, but, you know. This, I, this um, might be silly to say, but this is this might be one of my favorite little fights in all of the series so I agree. Far. I completely like, agree. I was really going to say that at like the end, yeah. They're fucking rocking each other, like, back and It's really a good fight. Just trading blows. It's boxing. awesome. They're pretty much boxing. And Xavier's watching Rogue get rocked, and that's oh. when he realizes, oh, my God, the X-Men are going to die. Yeah, it's not looking good. My X-Men. I never dreamed it would end like this. Why do you not go to him, Magistrix? The part of me that is woman wants to comfort him with every breath that I take. But an empress must be made of steel, even at the cost of her heart. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's true. I don't know why you'd want to comfort comfort that little freak of nature. Team Melandre over here. Yeah, seriously. Got to comfort Xavier if you're Team Lilandra. Dude, you picked a good person for your cover art this season. Yeah. You really did, Henry. I had no idea she was coming back. I just thought, I just liked her style, Petit. We all, I think we all Sometimes that's enough, yeah. dude. Body armor is half the and battle. And her feather yeah. armor is what I really like around yeah. her head. It was really cool. I'm, I got to be honest. I'm very shocked, actually, by, overall by her kind of coldness towards him but so she's got I, a job to do no i'm saying like i'm just shocked but i am impressed considering how she was in phoenix yeah saga, now in this we see her we're re- seeing a whole new along mm-hmm. but i love that she's a great leader like she really yeah. is no she is like I, she i think she's, I think she's making generally all of the right calls for yeah. her people for the betterment of her people here yeah. what's her sidekick guy's name crackle uh akira no not akira it's um it's iraqi right why? I love him. <laughs> he is cool. 
All right. I think he's great. Now, guys, we're getting to the good stuff. We cut back down to the battlefield. Scott and Gene. They're Scott and Gene are sprinting, and Gene's like, I can't connect to any of the X Men. I I think they're dead. Like, I don't even know. I I don't know. And they go into a little crevice in a rock wall. She throws up a psychic barrier to protect. Yeah, remember? Gene can make walls. She's done it. Seven minutes in heaven between those two. Seven minutes in heaven. Yeah, we see someone fly past the door, like the rock wall. So they're, they're, they're covered and hidden for now. And again, this is straight from the comic. Beautiful stuff. Yeah. Like, it's high stakes. Like, the Imperial Guard are all flying around looking for them, trying to kill them, and, and Scott's like, Gene, we don't have much time. There's so much I feel. So much we haven't done. So much I want to say to you. Where I'm concerned, it's the thoughts that count. And yours, like you, are beautiful. Wow. And you know what? This is actually very helpful for me. Because you know how I've always said he doesn't actually care about her that much. It's all like selfish, blah, blah, blah. Scott? She's actually reading. She's like, I know his, his real thoughts. thoughts. Yeah. And they're pure. And I believe her. So you know what? Like, you guys aren't following my it. dark theory. Cynical us. Oh my God. Cynical Are you kidding me? Fiend. Fuck off. Cynical us <laughs> looking at Scott being like, man, he's such a selfish when it's like, no, he, he comes across as selfish, but he actually does love the woman. Like, I guess I didn't know until now. A selfless love. I mean, yeah. It took, I needed proof. It took Jean reading his mind and telling <laughs> yeah. us for herself. But I needed s- solid proof. Now we need to talk about what he says here. It's really nice. There's so much <laughs> we haven't done. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, baby. What do we think that's about? He's like, no, please don't die. No, no, no. Oh, I'm still a virgin. <laughs> please don't die. God. Please. But they uh, this they moment have is not slammed drugs. No, they definitely haven't. Uh, I mean, they're waiting for their wedding night, and then that got robbed They've from done them, hand thanks stuff. to Mr. Sinister. But do you think Wingard in the last episode? No. Wingardium. Oh. Although they get married, and then she Dude, goes, they, got they go behind closed yeah. doors, yeah. and she comes back out in her black dominatrix yeah, outfit. Yeah, and Scott's just sitting there he listening to it in the next room, probably, dude. He's been through some she's, shit. She's making... All those. I ain't got no motherfucking friends. So oh, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! We thought we were done with that drop? No way. Fuck. So there's a part during this fight in the comic that I just want to point out real quick. Um, as Scott and Jean go out to like fight the Imperial Guard, in the narration it says this as they're fighting them. As they make their last stand, they find themselves remembering the day they first met so long ago, so far away. They remember all that's happened since, good times and bad, and dream of what might have been. Once upon a time, there was a woman named Jean Grey and a man named Scott Summers. They were young. They were in love. They were heroes. Today, they will prove it beyond all shadow of a doubt. And I, I just love that. I just think it's beautiful. I just think it's cool. I feel like the show captures that very well. Yeah, absolutely. It, it's, it's very touching. But yeah, this moment, though, <sighs> is beautiful in that they kiss. They're holding hands. They hold on tightly together. And they run out together to take on the Imperial Guard with Dude, everything they've got. It's Just awesome. the two of them. Yeah, it is. They, it's beautiful. They sprint out blasting. It's like it's like Bush and the Sundance it Kid. It so going, is. Bam, Dude, bam, they they bam. know they're going to lose. Music yeah. swells. She's blasting with her mind, picking up rocks and throwing it. He's blasting with his eyes. Just it's... And then... It's a 2v5, by the way. Yeah, oh, yeah. They're completely outnumbered. It's, and, and they're doing pretty well. Until Scott gets hit. He gets blasted. Bad. Yeah. He's on the ground. Gene di- freaks, dying. If you get I mean, <laughs> she... she <laughs> comes to his side and he says, I let, I let you down. And now it's Phoenix time. And this is kind of what I think the general thesis of this whole thing is like how much Gene loves Scott. Like, I think all of that is being expressed through this whole saga, this whole dark Phoenix saga that we've seen. And that like her mind was corrupted by doubt about her feelings for him in the first half. 
And that's when, you know, the Hellfire Club was coming in to manipulate her mind and that caused her to give doubt for her feelings. But now yeah. that she her feelings for Scott, she's so like sure about how much she loves him and how much he loves her yeah. that she's able to harness the Phoenix in a way temporarily that's able to do good. Is you she know? good Phoenix here? Or is she green? No. I think yes. Well, here, okay. Here's because yeah, I don't think so. Phoenix fully flares out yes. and starts exploding over the surface of the moon. Yeah. I mean, and I, I, there's, so she must be Dark Phoenix here. There, yeah, there's a point yeah. that could be made where it's like the it's Phoenix, Phoenix is feeling how much Jean is feeling in this moment, and that's what causes Dark Phoenix to she come out. Okay, okay. Or, it's, or it's she just she loses control. Follow my theory. I know, I know. You don't want to join me on this oh journey, God. but I'm begging you. Just okay. see it through to the this end This is with like me. Charlie saying that the little kid is like Oh, no, Xavier this Ball. is fun. This one's fun. <laughs> if you follow me, it's that she's playing a game this entire time. Why wouldn't she have? This is a theory that Professor X doesn't have as much control as we think he does. That his wall did not work. You're saying that it was all a ruse. That Dark Phoenix is fucking with them because she wants. She's really good at manipulating now, and she's feeling it this. completely. But then, no, it doesn't. Anything emotional? No, that it doesn't because Scott what Scott says means something, and she starts to realize that this isn't a game. She fucked up. And she says, in this moment, Scott gets struck down. She wakes up Your and she's like, I'm better. pissed. I don't want. I get it. You hurt him and he actually does love me. She fully erupts she's and like, goes nuts. Dark Phoenix is like, this love is real. Yes. I'm feeling how much pain that I've caused and and now I feel bad. So let's turn it. It it perfectly ends with her it's sacrificing fun. herself. It's a like, fun theory. It's a fun thing to think it, about. It, yeah. It's why she's learned. It's the journey. Like she's watched them ha like become that it, it's cooler that she witnesses it happening and okay uh, if you're out know. there and you agree with john hit us up with a hashtag hit us uh, up with a hashtag, hashtag phoenix truthers i phoenix guess truthers. team fiend over here team, team fiend team yeah. fiend is yeah. what you'll say give can us with I, a hashtag can team i also fiend. do a quick side note on this why no. did why did <laughs> they even have gene in this fight her turning into the Phoenix on the battlefield is such a real possibility. Oh, and they, that, like, it's all well, hands planned, on deck as it soon didn't, as it happened. Yeah, but because, that's why they planned for it. Yeah. They said, like, hit the Omega, plan Omega, go. I just think. Because that was the plan. It's like, I, it, yeah, I don't know. I'm just like, like why? They knew like, shooting at her is going to make her mad. It, yeah, it's like, it's a really reckless thing. And maybe just lock her in, like, a room where she can't see what's happening. That should be part of the rule, that she's no, off but limits. She, yes. no, but that's, it's my, that's my point. it's involving her fate, she does have some control over it. True. You know, it's like. I guess. It's just because otherwise it would Again, be like this is trusting Professor X's yeah. fucking wall. It's his, and but it's, otherwise, and it, it's his stupid idea to have this duel in the first place. It would be Gene against one person from the Imperial Guard because once you do the trial by combat, because he's doing try invoking trial by combat on behalf of Gene, mm -hmm. and so Gene in picking her champion, she's like, okay, I want to fight with the X Men. She's like, okay, if you get the X Men, oh. I get to pick the Imperial really? Guard to fight against that you. Way. That's, I mean, basically what it is, but I don't know. What do you? Oh, I like that. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense if that's true. If she has to be involved in the fight, yeah. But yeah, Phoenix explodes over the surface of the moon. Lalandra calls Plan Omega in the ship. The shields go up all over the ship, shielding them from the raw, explosive power of the Phoenix. Yeah, but by the way, we're explaining this casually. They're freaking the fuck out. Lalandra's yeah. like, all right, we got to go now. Xavier is like, yeah. fucking all X-Men. I'm using my psychic powers to wake all of you up, which apparently you can do, which is crazy. <laughs> yes. They're all knocked out as, from as the Gina's fight. As standing like atop these ruins, just like raising her arms to the yeah. sky. Yeah, in like, their defense, she could destroy the whole world and galaxy in, yeah. in a second. And we That's see, not, yeah. th this shot is nuts too because you also see all the Imperial Guard who are just like dead, or I guess knocked out. Yeah. But yeah, they're just lying on the ground. But yeah, Xavier revives the X-Men psychically. He's like, hey, everybody, get to Gene now. Get to Gene now! Striker, striker now. Take her down. Yeah. Uh, it's go time. Phoenix... She grabs Gladiator, ready to finish him off as Xavier psychically hits Scott, specifically. We got to yeah. stop her before she re-energizes. 
The X-Men all tries to blast her, kind of to no avail. Well, we glossed yeah. over this. It's, he revives them in a way that's like no, a we video did. game. We did. We did say that? Yeah. Okay, yeah. 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 But it is kind of like nuts. a video game. It's, where it's like, like... I just didn't even know he could do that. Yeah. He just gave their life bars well, all did. back. I mean, they're all... They're just unconscious, so he's just getting in their minds and being like, okay, where's the little thing that turns you awake? It's wild. Yeah, let me click that button. Yeah. yeah. He's like, just give them what you got. You're dead right now, but he's swing. He's freaking out. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, Wolverine even gets the jump on her, but he like can't do it. And she mocks him. Yep. <laughs> Flicks her wrist. He flies away. Scott calls in. He, and now well, we, we well, see to your point too. You said Xavier calls Scott specifically yeah. and is like, "Do you got to do it now?" He's like, "There has to be." Another. Scott's still like, "I cannot do this." Like, yeah. we have to figure something else out. Yeah. So he keeps throwing the X Men at him. And yeah. Scott, we see Scott making calls in the field, mm-hmm. which is cool. It's He's like, sick. "Rogue, go!" And He's like, pointing. "Rogue punches her in one direction." He's like, "Beast yeah. now!" Beast jumps and like yeah. shoots gene with a gun i don't know where he got that thing yeah from, but it was in his backpack he's got a laser gun that it's he got carly's photo oh yeah guys too. sorry uh, beast does have his backpack on it's got carly's photo tape to it yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes 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 uh and then scott finally says forgive me gene boom blasts a pillar causing it to crash on top of yeah, her by the way does he think that's gonna thought it was done him? he was like well let's go home again he, he just doesn't want to he doesn't want to face the truth of what he needs to do and that, of course she pops out of the rocks but it's gene not fiend it's gene but gene and she says, Gene not do we have this or no? Gene not fiend. No, and she's like, Scott, the phoenix is growing inside of me. You have to stop us now. Stop us now. Gene, fight it. Use the powers of your mind. I can't fight it. Not every second of every day. Never slipping. Not even for an instant. Scott, please do it. I can't. Ah! <laughs> And she blasts him off. I think what she says here is really interesting because I feel like it could also be applied to like the women's lib movement mm-hmm. of like okay. this concept that like as a woman in society for the longest time you had to like behave a certain way and act a certain way like that. and yeah yeah you you know and and her being like I can't keep this up every second of every day not slipping for an instant and it's like. Yeah, like women don't have to be polite yeah. and pretty and cute and nice. Like and it applies to be... Jean very well in that way too. But Jean, I want you like in that. the kitchen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she's the, you got Cyclops to deal with. So you're saying she's breaking up with him here? I need breakfast. I mean, it's not so much that she's breaking up with him. I mean, I just thought that was an interesting parallel. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it's more of just like a hey, yeah, no, I like literally if I try to do this, I, I'm gonna fail and we're all gonna die. Yeah. so I you should just kill me now. And it's perfect because it's saying that Professor X's mind walls ain't what they used to be. Yeah, it ain't gonna. It's yeah. not gonna hold this thing back. A man, a man's ideas of what a woman should be yeah. can't control me. And which is perfect for Cyclops. It's like the <laughs> perfect relationship to have this. Uh, no, in. Xavier's walls are super good. No, <laughs> listen, what you're doing is chill and all right. But and yeah, I she, like it. She blasts him away and starts to run. Yeah. As we see the Shi'ar ship weapons coming online. Yeah. Uh, so Lalandra's like, what the hell? All the weapons are online. And, and Xavier's like, it's Gene. Like, Gene is literally causing... She's like, I'm going to kill myself. Like, this I'm going to make this happen. the first suicide in a, cartoon, a children's cartoon ever. We're getting there. I We're mean, getting there. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, so she she runs from away from Scott, who chases after her. The Shi'ar aim their weapons at her. Lalandra she, slams. Yeah. Like, slamming on the fucking fire button. Yeah, and she turns and says, I love you, Scott. As he's running towards her, she blasts him away one last time as the giant, like, space particle beam, whatever you want to call it, giant laser hits her and destroys her. She's gone. Assisted suicide. There is only a crater where Gene once stood. (laughs) It's crazy. It's it's really crazy. It's nuts. 
And we Lalandra see is freaking the fuck out and slamming that button. And in the aftermath, Lalandra and Xavier beam to the surface of the moon. Scott is oh, he's pissed. obviously upset. He's, <laughs> he's like, like, you happy now? You got what you wanted, okay? <laughs> you killed her. And she starts to speak, and he's like, not a word. <laughs> I yeah. don't want to hear a word out of you, you space witch. Yeah. When suddenly, the phoenix appears behind him. And it speaks to them. And when I say the phoenix, this time it's not Jean's body. It's the actual it's the phoenix force, the fire bird itself, speaking to them from the mouth of the beak of the bird. And it says, to save all that exists, I became one with Jean. I discovered an element humans call emotion. Now that the fire within Jean Grey has been extinguished, I am as I was, guardian of creation. <laughs> I gotta say... I like these two episodes. I think this part's the stupidest part. Wait, why? Thing. I loved it. Hey, guys. I'm actually chill now. Now that your friend's dead, no, I'm actually feeling kind of Phoenix cool. because Phoenix was bound to Gene's body. I know. And it's that's just, why you believe my theory. Because it couldn't... The I, thing is, the, no, dark fe the, the Phoenix force now. could not escape, and Gene couldn't get it out. They were stuck yeah. together until she died, in which case their souls got separated, and the Phoenix force could finally be free, right? Yeah, I just... Uh, and it explains, like, look... It's interesting. The you're, flame within Gene is no more, but it can be restored. Also, Fiend, read the room. You come out, you're like, guys, I'm better now. It's all good. And they're like, dude, she's fucking dead. Yeah. Like, But there's more good news because okay, okay, not, o not only is she dead... Oh, not that, but it's... Uh, no, sorry, that was the wrong word. Uh, but you might see, be looking at Gene and thinking, hmm, she's dead. Guess what? Not necessarily, because she can be restored by taking the life of another. She's like, no, 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 Gene's flame Guess can what? be rekindled. It's a new philosophical conundrum for you guys to solve. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> there are rules. Who are you going to sacrifice? Well, luckily, <laughs> they don't have to do much thinking because Scott immediately is like, I'll do it. It's me. Oh, nope. Not if Wolverine has anything to say about hey, it. Hey, bub, He's I like, want to kill myself. I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> like, the only no, person kill who's myself. killing themselves for Take me out. is me. I'm going to laser blast myself in the face. I and want then, my soul inside. Hey, does anyone have a mirror? Yeah. <laughs> he holds up a mirror. That's how Psychops <laughs> commits suicide. He holds up a mirror. A really strong mirror. <laughs> He um, shoots Beast again. <laughs> no! <laughs> and Jean comes back, and she, the first word she says, she goes, fascinating. <laughs> Truly awesome. <laughs> this is a new ending. Yeah. So yeah, it's a classic soul swap situation, but as, as, they, as they argue over who's going to kill themselves to save her, Phoenix is like, well, you don't, you guys realize you don't have to just do one soul. You could do a lot of souls. And like, Storm's like, we know. She's like, I'll take it. <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah. Storm's kind of like, I've guys, done this before. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're, I have we like twenty percent of my soul left. She right goes, now. "We agree," and they all hold hands. But this is, and this is like to me, this is what the comics are all about. This if is nice. They don't pick this up in X Men ninety seven that they have like two years left in their life. Oh, that they've lost part of their soul. Uh, yeah, because oh, the because the ping pong ball goes through their bodies. Yeah, the X Men they all hold hands around Jean as they stand around her, and and yeah, their souls kind of all turn into a yeah, like a ball that goes through all of them. Enters Jean's body. And so here's the thing. This isn't in the comics. I think Guardians of the Galaxy vibes. It actually kind of is. Yeah, and I, I do think this is where like the show Im actually improves upon the Dark Phoenix oh, saga from the comic. What because Someday you'll find <laughs> some of them. Well, they do find a way to like... Looks like some spooky... <laughs> they, they find a way to like give this a happy ending because it's a kid's show. Mm -hmm. But in the comics, like Jean just dies. She gets evaporated and killed and she's yeah, gone for yeah. five years they couldn't do that oh, in the show. Wow. before they bring her back and the way they bring her back is i guess i'll just say this real quick they so some they find her body at the bottom of jamaica bay where they crashed originally 
and they find Jean's body in the cocoon, and they find out that everything that happened from the space shuttle onward was just Dark Phoenix. This is literally John's theory. Which is John's theory. This what whole the episode. Fuck? That's what happens in the Did comics, you hear him? John. I'm blown I knew away. It. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's what happens in the comics, John, is that they find out that everything was dark, was Phoenix controlled, and Gene had nothing to do with it. And that's how they explain away that's the cool. genocide. You really can do it for anything. Because so for cool five about it. years, it was Dark Phoenix? No, no, no. Phoenix, Dark Phoenix only existed for like a couple of years because that's how long the issues ran until oh, the Dark Phoenix got it. Gene, the Phoenix, when the Phoenix got evaporated, they thought Gene was dead for five years. They yeah, also, that's cool. But they brought in Madeline Pryor, who was a clone of Gene, who Scott then fell in love with, and oh, then they right. got we married to da, 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 da. But then what happened later was when Gene, they found Gene's body at the bottom of Jamaica Bay. Eventually, the Phoenix Force re-absorbed uh, back with Gene gave her all of the memories that happened from oh, that whole part. And then also took the memories of Madeline Pryor and gave them to Gene so that Gene was oh, just like, no. I remember all... Th- I hate this part of the comics. Oh, I hate God. that that's how they retroactively changed it. That's too much. Because fans and people were so upset about the fact that, like, well, Gene committed a genocide and blah, blah, blah. And it's just like... It was technically Phoenix, like, but and the show you don't have to worry Phoenix. about that because it was an uninhabited star system. That's so they kind of solved they for solved that to problem too. Yeah. But yeah, oh, I completely agree. But yeah, wow, okay. What so if anyway, all all those billions of people were racist? I have to. <laughs> yeah, did you ever think about that? In the comic, they're described as like a good normal people, but yeah, Claremont goes out of his way to like briefly describe this alien. Maybe race. Claremont's racist. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> The they're, guy who they're, made they're like good the, kind of good. The people. guy who like championed yeah. the most like diverse, inclusive X Men team. Uh, yeah, no, dude. Okay. Anyway, okay, yeah. Wait, so that's where one, the show. One I think last piece to my Dark really Phoenix theory. Okay? Yeah, we got. Uh-oh. And it it answers the question we have about what Wolverine had that little aside with Gene, where Gene wakes up for a second and says, "If you love me, you'll kill me." That was Gene. Gene loves Wolverine. You're just ripping. Dark Fiend. Wait, no, I agree with you're that. You're just objective. No, no, that Dark was Dark Fiend. That was Gene. Was just playing the game of loving Cyclops. Oh my god. The real oh, Gene Jesus. was in that moment. Okay, John. And she loves Wolverine. All right. This is what Wolverine wait, is telling right. himself. Wait, wait. I'm okay with this. <laughs> yes, this is no, the new theory. Okay. And back to Morph's plan, dude. Yeah. Well, the first thing Gene says what when is she Morph wakes the whole up time? Yeah. is she the first word she says is Scott. Scott. And the we see the Phoenix fly away. It departs. And the X-Men she does say Scott first, are right. teleported to X-Mansion. We cut to later as Xavier's in his office staring at the stars, telepathically trying to reach out to Lalandra. And we basically get a telepathic breakup. Uh, she's like, yeah, hey. I'm too complicated for you. He's like, wait, why am I having a hard time reaching you? And she's like, yeah, I'm kind of busy running the Shi'ar Empire. And like, I don't really need this distraction right now. She's so. like, I'm realizing that a piece of me is always going to be really happy by myself. And he's like, uh, what, so does that mean? <laughs> and she's like, bye. <laughs> and then break up. And then, yeah. And we get one final shot and of Cyclops tucking Jean into bed. <laughs> Good night. Right where I want you. And I'll sit and watch you sleep like yeah. I always do. And yeah. that's what he does is we fade to black. And, and, and you see Professor, you didn't see Professor X? We already He's in the vent. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Good boy. And he's doing his little psychic, like, <laughs> I've got you back control over your mind. Now. Truly awesome. Now that Gene's no longer part of the Phoenix. Anyway, end of the episode. Well done. We did it. Dark Phoenix in the bag. Um, uh, I'll go ahead and say it. This is, this is the best saga we've had so far. It's the best multi-part awesome. episode I think we've had so far. Ooh, is these watch four. your mouth. You're saying that? Or we're saying that? I'm saying yeah, it. Yeah, that's what I thought. What do you mean? I don't know. You ever I heard of a thing called that. Days of Future Past? That's the best 
two-parter in this entire dang series. I you ever disagree. heard of Heart, Savage Land, I don't Part think 1 and 2? I th- <laughs> okay, Henry, you got a point. Uh, no, but I think, like, Days Savage of Future Hearts. Past is great from, like, I think the plot of it's really cool. There's the nothing, future. But there's nothing emotional there. Whereas, like, this is all driven, like, to me, my, a lot of my favorite X-Men stories are the ones where it's, like, the team dealing with something internally emotionally as well as, like, also saving the world, right? Where it's, like, again, like you have to make this insane moral yeah. decision, you know? That's true. What's Gambit doing, though? <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, not much. Gambit, in terms of moral d- decisions, Gambit... I don't like that Gambit's not doing much. He's kind of useless. He's, he's just not really character. But in Days of Future Past, who was very integral to the plot? <laughs> yeah, well, okay. That's true. Uh, before we get into the ratings, do we have any, uh, I guess, closing sort of thoughts? Well, I'll say this. I think it's definitely better than the Phoenix Saga. I'll say that. I personally like it I, way I, more. I do, too. I agree. Way more. I agree. Even though I gave the Phoenix Saga a 10, I agree that this is, this is better. a lot better. In yeah. general, I think it delivers This a is lot what more, I remember more than the other saga. A, a lot more on the action. I mean, just Gene turning dark is just so much more interesting. It's scary. It's, more cool. it's a good I, villain. I think the first part's cool in that it's like you're watching someone ascend to like mm-hmm. godhood while they're also still dealing with like earthly shit for the first half. Like, you know, fighting Black Tom and the Juggernaut and like then you eventually they get cosmic and you, you're finally introduced to this cosmic side of the X-Men universe. Mm. Whereas this, it's like, okay, we know that and now we're getting to meet like the Hellfire Club with the manipulation there and it's like, it's again, it's all internal with the team going against Gene. Where's that blasted salami? <laughs> you know? Wolverine eats in three or four episodes. Yeah. I love that first Hellfire Club episode. Yeah. Or that second one. I, the Dazzler episode's the worst one for sure. Uh, the, the first did, episode Did you of this. hear her sing? You really are the most devious <laughs> bastard in New York City. You need to really- no. That's. I want him to be in the Hellfire Club. He needs to be Jason Winwood. Oh, he needs yes. to be Beast. He yeah, should he be. Really be- he really should be Beast. Be so but good. I would love to see him as Jason Wingard. Speaking of Beast, Gene, dude, look at I oh wait, don't you. look at the score. Yeah. Uh, okay, I covered it up. Beast. Okay. For the image, yeah. Just click it, I think. And then somebody loves Beast. Beast, wow. Beast is the image Andrew. on both of the IMDb pages. It's Andrew doing the IMDb. Did pages. I look at these ratings beforehand? Maybe. <laughs> um, so we're guessing for each part, right? Parts one, two, three, and four. Yes. Yes. All right. Oh fuck. Um, Wait. Did no. we do part one already? I thought we did. Parts one and two. Did we guess? We those? rated those. Oh, yeah. we guessed. We guessed. Yes. We guessed the IMDb, yes. but we did not rate them. Absolutely. Because we're rating it all as one whole. Yes. Okay, so we're only rating parts f- three and four. What? Right. Oh, now. on IMDb. Yes. Okay. Yes. Real You're quick. Guessing. Let's guess them. I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna guess eight point oh for this first one, or part three. Eight point four. 8.2. Meet in the middle. Wow. It's a tie. That's uh, a good rating, though. I'm yeah. going to guess 8.3. That's really high. That's really the, high. I'm, I'm going to do it 8.3 for the final one because I think the you final one's the best you one. You know what? I'm going to go lower. I agree with you, but I'm, I think I'm going to be weird. It's got I'm a slow say, start. I'm going to say it's an 8. 8.1. Got wow. it. Yeah, I don't know why I knew that. I'm starting Nicely to get to done. the twisted mind of IMDb <laughs> ratings. <laughs> <laughs> ratings. <laughs> Mutant of the week. Or do we do let's the, start um, with let's start with a non mutant of the week. Non mutant of the week, Lalandra. <laughs> Are you out I of mean. your mind? It's pretty simple. Let me think. Let me think before you say this. This is three and four it's together. My best friend, Lalandra sidekick. Oh, <laughs> Iraqi, the Owl Man. Yes. You think Iraqi's non mutant? You know what? Yeah, let's give it to Iraqi. He's Why not? noble. He's cool. He gives one word of advice to her. Yeah. It's not a daddy. It's not. Oh, daddy. Um, is her parents? It's whoever plays Jean when she puts on her old costume for that one scene. 
Her stunt double. Uh, mutant of the week. I, I mean, you got to kind of give it to Gene, but uh, that's just me. Oh, it's well, Gene. Let's Fiend Gene. Is it? Or is it Professor X for God damn no. it? He always comes out on top. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> he won again. No, 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 no. The Greek tragedy of it all is pretty good. Although he got ghosted at the end. He, t- he, t- he took an L with the Lalandra. I, I think That's it's true. I'll give it to again, Gene. Greek tragedy. <laughs> I'll give it to Gene, but I kind of think there's a case for Cyclops more than ever. Oh, Ooh, for sure. Dude. Oh, we got Cyclops it. is back on top, and I'm really happy to see like, it. He had what? a very... Well, yeah. The X-Men, we got to say this. They got their ass kicked these four episodes. He didn't. He did not. Him and Gene were fighting their and asses off. At you the could end. argue that the love him and Gene share for each other is what saved the universe. Yes. She read his mind, and we finally for once Holy know that shit. his... Is Cyclops going to win Mutant of the We week? know his emotions are I'm true. It, it, Cyclops. Whoa! The son of a bitch did it. That's awesome. Uh, should we rate it? Truly awesome. Um, it's tragic yeah. they killed Beast when he was trying to kill himself, though. Yeah. Oh wait, let's do uh, real quick. Stocks going up, stocks going down. I think Wolverine stock is starting to really. He plummet. had a great, great like before. Dude, this, the Hellfire though. Club yeah, episode, yeah. all time or Wolverine up. But these I last mean, two, this really cements him at a at a weird place. Well, and the fact that and like, how do you feel about Storm? The door is closed it's for fuck. Gene. You have the John Cena song, so it's like no, a long thing. <laughs> Storm, Storm, we just happy. Storm to have. is still great. Yeah, Rogue is still great. Rogue, I mean, no, come Rogue on. is high. Yeah, high, yeah. High, I mean, the thing high. is, she's always the been there. That's what yeah. I mean. But like, she was kicking. I think if we our power rankings ass. at the beginning was Rogue t- tippy top. I think constant Beast remains is remain is still. This is a great season for Beast. Yeah. Season three, he's got a gun now. Easily yeah. my favorite Beast sure. season. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, Gambit is at the he maybe the it. lowest he could possibly be. I think he's probably like it's Jubilee and then Gambit. And like not bottom you two. mentioned the fact that he got a cool figure released this week. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was Mondo. announced by Mondo. Looks like some spooky Mardi Gras. That was cool. Spooky that he Mondo. Said that. Doesn't That's really make thing, sense. His lines are cool. What does that mean? I don't know. Yeah, he's talking, Mardi Gras he's talking about the ruins on the moon. Yeah. Like, it's a spooky Mardi Gras. Why isn't that like, a, what is a spooky Mardi Gras? That should be a Mardi Scooby-Doo Gras. movie. Like, he should awesome. be like, this reminds me of, insert some old ruins that exist in Louisiana. Yeah, he's know? not Reminds me of a well. plantation. Yeah, it's weird. Um, um, okay, so that's that. Who wants to rate first? Ten. <gasps> oh, wait, what are we rating it out of? Ducks. Ducks, ducks of course. Ten <laughs> ducks. Ten out of ten ducks. I No hesitation. I gave the first Phoenix Saga a 10. I I would give this an 11 if I could. Oh, you, you can. can't. Oh, sorry. 10, it's X-Men. I, yes, yes, <laughs> the X-Men. A perfect 10 rating for me. Phoenix Saga, it, look, if I'm going to recommend two storylines of this show for people to watch, I would say Phoenix Saga, the Phoenix Saga and Dark Phoenix Saga. Boom, those two. Yeah. Watch. I, I wouldn't. Are you to be con- including the Hellfire Club? Because did you love those boys? All of it. All I of did. it. I think all of it's. I, I like them. I, well, I, think I like the idea of them, and they fought well. Well, it's also necessary. They because beat the of shit like, out of the X Men. Yeah, they're sick. I like them. Should I tell you guys what your original Phoenix Saga scores were? Mine's probably like a four. You, I don't. The, uh, you gave the original Phoenix Saga a nine, Henry. John, you gave it <laughs> you an didn't eight. Hated that much. What are you? No, talking? I didn't hate it, but I that I really wish I gave that an eight. I don't think that's a nine. I think I gave yeah, it a nine about it because of how, like, Gladiator's cool, big man. it is, and Gladiator. Yeah. No, okay, no. I, Star you get Jammers, the Star man. Jammers, yeah, Corsair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, fine, fine. There's some good shit in there. And speaking of Corsair, next I, week, yeah. 
back to Corsair. We're going to be meeting some Corsair again with Orphan's End. But anyway. We're going to get we our go. guys, Rob and Charlie, back in here for doing us a solid. And Oh, yeah. Well, well there's well, only Rob two hasn't done shit. There's only two Rob, episodes if you're listening, season, what have you ever given us? Yeah, there's dude, a big time travel up. in season four. God, damn. Big time travel in season four. So he's going to be in for, I think it's like three or four episodes. Oh, never mind, dude. That's too many. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to have to sleep here. Uh, Henry. Ducks. Right. Ducks. I, I'm like torn now that I gave the other one a fucking nine because I kind of want to give this a nine because you can readjust and it's I can't. Days of Future Past law says you can readjust. Now I'm comparing right. to the final thing, or can I adjust because this is part of one? You can four. readjust Phoenix Saga <gasps> one since we're yeah, in dude. Phoenix Dark Phoenix Saga. You can go Dark Henry. They're related. They're has this ever been done? Use the power of the Phoenix Henry. Go back. What do you want to give Phoenix? Eight. Eight. All right. Do I even want to do that, though? I don't remember it, maybe. You've come to the dark side of comparing episodes. I guess. This is what I wanted I to I refuse avoid. to. I only look forward. I never look back. Then, you know what? Put it back. Put it back. I don't. I feel weird about doing this. I don't like it. Okay. I'm going to give this. You can't this. change the past. Then you know what? I'm going to give this 9.5. A 10. Yay! No, I'm the asshole who's not going to give it a No, ten. it's fine. I think it's this fine. is good because John, I, you're often the one who gives it the most. Think about this. I wanted to give it a nine. You're the most critical of this show out of anyone. But I don't I love this damn I show. just do think that this is a. Uh, <laughs> the only episode that John gave a higher rating than us was Longshot. Yeah. <laughs> the, I had to represent. Arguably the worst episode of the season. That was this season? Yes. That episode sucks. Hey, yeah, it does. What did I give it? You gave it a. Five. Oh, well, leave me alone. <laughs> we gave it really low I gave scores. it a three, and Henry gave it a four. Across so. the board, we were all like, And you were like, eh, it's not that bad. <laughs> five says a lot. Okay, um, I'm going to do a nine. I really, really, really like it. Wow. Um, it's definitely better than the other Phoenix Saga. This is the one I remember the most from my childhood. Yeah, because I agree. You know I love my scary villains. She's Truly terrifying. Awesome. She is overwhelmingly powerful in a way that I believe We've gotten to know this character for years. She's also hot. As Have we like, talked about that? She the, looks yeah, good. She's and you know good. I've always been I've always been Team Jean. I've always been explaining to Henry that she's been powerful yeah. before she was Phoenix. Yeah, we've we both have been yeah. really making the case for Jean, even though she's presented in a way in those first two seasons where it's like she's pretty useless. But again, that's what they did in the comics. It's mm-hmm. like when that character started out, she was a joke. She sneaks up on she you. She was the damsel in distress. And Claremont came in and was like, Hey, I'm gonna turn her into the most powerful thing in the universe and also the most terrifying thing ever. And we see she had a dark childhood with some weird toys so of course she was a little strange at first her, her favorite stuffed animal was a little cyclops doll she stabbed herself with a and bone she, unicorn every yeah. day and she dated a guy named cyclops it's weird that's Daddy. weird behavior i dated a girl named troll <laughs> <laughs> all right let's get out of here uh, no we're not we're not leaving yet why not hmm let me think <laughs> so next week join us as we watch the next episode, second to last episode of the season. We're almost done with season three. Wow. Orphan's End. We get to Daddy Corsair. Papa That's Papa insane. Summers is no back. Parts, just one episode. It's not a part yeah. episode. Maybe Scott will finally find out who his dad is, even though he's already met him. He's met yeah. his brother. Hey. He met his brother, met his father. Why are our blast blasting? And none of them know each other. <laughs> no. No, we know them. And we know you and we love you. Oh, my name is My name's Andrew. I'm Andrew. I'm John. Hey, guys, talk to you later. Help me, Scott. You really are the most genius bastard in New York City. Jean! Relax. Yes, I have heard. You may now enter.
Truly awesome. That was truly awesome. It was good.